Alright, how's the form? Uh, back again. So this episode was a bit different. I had a couple of friends on. Rory, who hasn't been on yet, chap I've known for years, um, just came on it. And also Scott, who is going my year, who I haven't fucking known for the last six years I've been in school, but just got talking to him there a couple of weeks ago and asked him to come on. He's um, He's been making music for years, uh, like six, seven, eight years or something, under the alias of Kyolo. And now this year, him and another guy in our year, Paul, are bringing out an album called Cloudy Visions under the group name Velaza. And the, their single procrastination is actually out now and the description. The link will be in the description for that. You should check it out, it's fucking savage. But um yeah, I got Scott on and like we were talking about like the album, how the process of making it, the storyline, what it means to him and all this for the first half an hour. And then we just started getting into all so we started just shooting the shit about fucking psychology, uh, philosophy, all sorts, man. It was crazy, some fucking mind boggling ideas were thrown out there crazy concepts we just started delving into it's a deadly podcast I just uh, listen to it man I know it's two and a half hours long or something you might think oh fuck that I won't listen to it. trust me listen to it well worth a listen and uh, check out Velaz's song Procrastination so I want you to explain to me what the idea is and the storyline is of the project Cloudy Visions that you're bringing out yeah. with, as the part of the group Velaz yeah um, well thing is I came up with the name Cloud Division because I, admittedly, I didn't know what the fuck the album was supposed to be. I just, we just kind of wanted to make an album because that's what you do, like. Yeah. But as it went on, and, and as we made the songs, more of a theme kind of arised where I had, like, and as we made all the songs, I kind of came up with the theme of the entire timeline of a relationship with, okay. a, with, a, with a girl or a boy, whatever. Like, that's what, that's what I kind of want to push. You can get whatever you want out of the album. Okay. which is what I like I get different things out of different songs and sometimes I think of different stories for the album yeah. which is what I want people to do but my personal kind of view on it and uh, and this isn't a definitive view of what the album should be this is my personal view and everyone should have their own personal view of the album hopefully if, if everyone listens to it uh, but it's basically um, remember when I drew that like a kind of little graph yeah. of like uh, how the relationship's going via the songs mm. Like um, so you have like um, what's the track list? So you have complications, which is the first song, and that's like you're not sure about how the relationship is gonna go, like because you know you're skeptical at yeah, the start the when you when you meet when you meet a girl, like you're not sure, like kind of did base it on me in the past, like I was kind of skeptical of meeting anybody because shit just when you've had bad shit with relationships in the past you're just automatically going to think that's going to happen yeah. when you meet someone so you're, it's complicated like uh, and you're contemplating if there is a we that's a lyric in the song or if there's no body it's just me like contemplating you. contemplating if there's anything even there yeah. or if it's just in your head and you're getting high hopes play games. yeah exactly man like I am um, so yeah that's complications and then I think it's love struck. I see. I'm not sure if I'm putting that on the album yet, but I think it fits I de- well. I definitely think well it does. in in the narrative of yeah. how it is because you're love struck. It's happened. You're you you fallen in love. Like you're you're in it. Like mm. you're just love struck, and so everything's great. And sh- like you're not going out yet, but like it's like you're falling in love and shit, and you've been talking. It's going well, and then it's I think it's like I always forget the track list. 
But um, I think it's uh, fucking climbing, climbing. Yeah, your relationship with climbing is going well, and you want to like the whole idea of the climbing track is just like a. You want to be the provider. You like, cause you know, like when okay. we we're talking in English about the fucking spinning heart, yeah, and yeah. it's like the man has to be the provider. I, I, I genuinely wrote that song after an English class, really? which is that's the, really cool. Which is the only fucking thing that. Oh, I would love that one. I'd say. Yeah, he definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know you make music? Nah, he's some sound man. Nice, nah, he's man. Some yeah, sorry to sidetrack, but like, our man. English teacher's a hero. That's yeah, man, hundred percent. Like, like so I am, I am ten times more into English now since like. Honestly, like our, our new teacher's great. Like it's yeah. she's, he's a sound like I I, admittedly I never fucking do homework like most <laughs> of the time, and he knows full well I don't do it, and he's just like I'm just like sir can I give this and I I actually it's the first time I've ever felt bad about not doing homework for a teacher because he's such a nice yeah, guy that you feel bad for yeah. not doing work for him because you know he just wants you to do well. Like, yeah, it's insane. Like, and, yeah, and he well, takes such a calm view to things mm. like he doesn't care he takes it in the he perspective yourself, he takes it in the spec in the, in the perspective of here lads i just did my fucking leave insert this is what i did to <laughs> yeah. do well now this is what i want you to do that's what i like about you can him. do it yeah. or not it's up to yourself it's, do, it's, like not, it's up to yourself yeah anyway. uh, you have a choice but i want you to do well which yeah. is how a teacher should be it's I, more like a it should be a lot more uh, laid back than what a lot of like i do in some cases strictness is good yeah like but uh with example my music teacher uh you know you know my music yeah. teachers uh she's so laid back like she's brilliant. like a really Love good her. teacher you have her for irish don't yeah, you so good. yeah she's brilliant like she's just uh like i'd be joking around with her in class but yeah, she can be she can be strict when she wants to yeah. be which she i think is the best way to teach a subject does she know you make music or not? Yeah, I know. I showed her Love Struck today, Seriously? actually. Yeah, I was so happy with that. She's like, Scott, that's lovely. Thank you for showing me that. And I was yeah, like, yeah, thanks. Nice. Thank you very much. But yeah. That's that. So she enjoyed... Yeah, I, yeah I, 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 the speakers were awful, but like... Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I just want to try... That's why I send the songs to people, because I want to... I just want to try to get a broader view if people actually like it before I release it. Yeah. Which uh, I probably shouldn't. I probably should just put it out and see how it goes, but I just kind of like doing that. Just if I want need to tweak stuff in the song value it yourself in a few clubs yeah friends. man you know like I, mean? I, I valued Love Struck the second I made it I was like I think it's, it's, mm-hmm. fucking, it's, it's a pro- banger it's, as well like it's I thought Complications was my favourite song I ever made but then I made Love Struck like and now I absolutely adore yeah. Love Struck I think you should put Love like, Struck in the album yeah I think that's, it's a weird one because like the thing is I all the backtrack all the singing in it is all me that's it's it's basically a Kyolo yeah. track yeah but it fits so it fits well the in the narrative of back to the point but in Cloudy Vision fits so well in that narrative that I'm torn because I've never I want to put something on Kyolo because I don't want that to die because I love that like yeah. it's a project of mine like and I don't want that to die so I do want to I, I half want to put it on the album because it fits really well but I half want to release it under Kyolo because I haven't released anything in ages under Kyolo but you I, see like you're never gonna just delete your Kyolo account. It'll always no, be there, course. and you're always gonna make music. Yeah, that of kind course. Of so it, yeah. eventually you're gonna put something on there. Either yeah. way, you'll probably make more solo albums. Yeah. And shit in, in yeah. the future anyway. Yeah, for sure. Just on your own. So. But where where will we? we keep going through the progression of the album? We we're on climbing. Yeah, uh, climbing. Uh, climbing. Uh, I just climbing is just uh, merely like a. It's kind of a transition song really from the like uh, things are going up it's climbing is the essence of the song yeah. um, what's after that I think is procrastination after that I'm not sure 
I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's procrastination. Procrastination stack for yeah. Well, anyway, procrastination fits into it. Is um like you've been in the relationship for a while and things are starting to get a bit like a uh, stale. You keep doing the oh, same yeah. things yeah. and you keep going monotonous over and over cycles. monotonous and you want to do th- you want to do these things. You want to go out for dinner or you want to go on a trip or you want to just do plans you got want to do but Pony. you're procrastinating. You're procrastinating. Okay. Which is the kind of essence of the song. Like we did write these songs not with this story in mind, but it just so happened that That's all that That'd all be- these all the thoughts I kind of subconsciously had kind of do fit into this narrative yeah, I've yeah. created, which I think is insane that it actually worked out. Yeah. But. That's almost better than making an album with a vision in mind and making sure everything is strategically yeah. planned. If it happens completely pure and naturally, then you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's far better, I yeah. think. Um, so I think, yeah, procrastination. Everyone knows procrastination. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that is Miami. Uh, Miami you've stopped fucking procrastinating and you've gone mm. you've gone on the trip you've gone yeah. to Miami you, or some, some sort of thing you've uh, you're having you're having so. fun you're not procrastinating you're, you're and it's going well like it's like as I showed with the graph like you kind of it's going shaky at the start in the middle uh, complications love struck it's gone up because you're going well up. spiked quite well and then uh, climbing of course it's climbing yeah. then procrastination is going kind of wavering down Miami's back up like it's just a whole fucking it's a wave like it's would you say that Miami is at the same level as Love Struck or not uh, I think uh, I think Miami is a bit lower because yeah, of course right. everything's because that's what it's like everything's the best actually properly yeah. in love for, at mm. the first time it's, yeah it's, it's, it's ecstasy it's like it's brilliant and so Miami is just you're going to Miami you've, you've gone on your trip like it's it, none of like the, some of the songs don't have that deep of a meaning like you could just perceive it as a good song, but as the album as a whole is what I want people to base stuff off. Like you can just listen to one of the songs and it just be a good song, and not have just a, make it feel which what I, which is what I try to aim for. Like I like that all the songs have their own individual. Like they're all quite they, they work they they can stand on their own. Like yeah. Love Struck is just a bop. Like it's a good song. Yeah, Complications is a bop. Uh, Procrastination is just a vibe. Like you're just mm. chilling out. Like yeah. and like. That's why we released that as the single because I think that works best on its yeah. own because it applies to so many different things you can perceive it as. Yeah, and even just on pure like the emotions you feel when you listen to it, it's just relaxing and like yeah. it's just overwhelmingly positive. Like I listen to it in the mornings when I'm going to school. Really? So fuck school. That's, like, that's by trying to get into a good mindset going into school. So Man, like, that's so cool. That's yeah. really. I I never envisioned someone just like. I always listen to songs on my Spotify playlist that I really love. I can't imagine oh, one of my songs of my being that yeah. song. It's so insane. It's just, and I remember I the first time I listened to it, I was sitting in this room. Like, I was waiting for that to come out. Really? When The day that all you like, tagged each other on your stories yeah. when you made it in Fifth Year, I was like looking up on SoundCloud trying to see what it was because I really wanted to listen to it. Yeah. Didn't know that it wasn't actually out yet or anything. And then, like, when I knew, when... when Somebody told me that you was reprinted out on that day. It was a Sunday. I think it might have been Keen. Uh, he told me that you was reprinted out. So I kept searching for it like all day long Sunday. Like I was really looking forward to listening to it. And then I heard it in here and I was like, it's fucking amazing. Put it on my story. And then I had Yeah, this- man. When I saw you put it on your story, I was like, you didn't see man, I've I've never seen that come. Remember when I thanked you in English? Because I was just like, man, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really expect nice that. When you said I was just like, thank you so much for putting on the story. I would never expect it of you. Like I was just like, I was just reaching so many people. It's blowing yeah. my mind. So that like that's that really like blows my mind that my music can have an effect. Like it's the weirdest feeling, but it's also the best feeling you can ever experience. Like, 
that's something I want to change as I get your picture. I think like people have a preconception of me like as just I don't know like some chap I wouldn't give a fuck about all that like like as you were saying you didn't think like I yeah well, I I feel bad about that now because I know you're a bit better and you're just uh, you're a really wholesome guy with his actual doing what he loves and I just love that so much when someone goes out and does stuff and just like does what they want to do rather than conforming going yeah. back to what we said I've earlier I've fucking been there I've been there yeah man I'm just sick of it like it's insane but uh, back to the point of the album go ahead uh, what's after uh, Miami I think it's Settle uh, do you know the hit you with the shit and yeah. take away the bitch uh, that's a cheating song like that that wholeheartedly yeah, that's a cheating song <laughs> like I wrote lyrics to it that I haven't recorded yet but it delves right, like really into it mm. it's like a fucking what can I think of what um, live demo of the Settle Vocals. Uh, what is it? Is it? Well, I said, it? I'm not being the one that fucking dies in the end. Oh yeah, I told you meet me outside around seven p.m. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm. you showed up half naked at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you I just come that. home from some guy's house and yeah, you've been waiting yeah. there. She shows up half naked in slutty clothing yeah. at eleven, and then uh, can't believe that you've had these commotions. Like the shit's been going on, yeah. and I hadn't a notion that all your and it's always uh, when I write it's in brackets in like uh, air quotes like that all your love and devotion was just a poisonous potion and I love this line it's just so dumb it's just you phony wine fine bitch bag (laughs) (laughs) Uh, screaming at me asking if I want my bitch back it's like because you're angry like the reason I'm adding a load of curse words to it is because you're angry shit is what I'm trying to portray Mm. and uh, what is it um, after that so I don't mean to like just go on a tangent of no, the whole vocals. No man, as many tangents as you uh, <laughs> So Brilliant. it's like um, uh, uh, screaming at me asking if I watch my big bitch back. Uh, yeah, don't be, uh, don't be playing. Yeah, you know that full well that you play me like a fiddle. Go off, go and fuck off somewhere. Get a wrist icicle. Do you know what a wrist icicle is? <laughs> like a fucking no, like <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> might be a bit explicit for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Uh, do, uh, do you want me to say like sure uh, a wrist icicle is when like a when a guy comes on a hand like okay. wrist icicle it's in a literal it's literally an Ariana Grande song oh, really? that's been on the radio that's oh, okay. weird well, then. which is weird shit and I looked it up because I had she no has idea loads of really weird yeah so man that's weird anyway. sorry for that that's a fucking <laughs> that's not PG-13 but it works in the context yeah, no, and you. uh yeah and then it's like, why? I thought you were talking about like ice. Get <laughs> 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 Why the? No, because she's fucking around. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, I find that quite interesting. Like you say, um, you did play me like fiddle. That's like from Hamlet, isn't it? Mm. Like that's in Hamlet. Are you serious? Um, Hamlet says that, that you would play upon me just like you would play upon this pipe. Uh, to yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's just friends, so, yeah. Who uh, played me like a fiddle? Yeah. Uh, and then it's a. Uh, why the fuck are you crying? You're the one that's acting fickle. Do you know what fickle means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I'm the one that's always stuck up in the middle. That's, that's a great that rhyme scheme, man. Okay. That's a deadly rhyme scheme. Yeah, that's what I was... The I, haven't, I haven't even recorded it yet, so you're getting all the... That's what you were reading in English, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was... I was, uh, I, was uh, that's what I, did. I was reading it in the real... Like, in the middle of the test. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went off track there. I was just kind of working on Go my ahead. fucking album. So, <laughs> um, so yeah... Settle is a, a fucking. It's a breakup song slash. Well, it's not really a breakup song because it's not sad. It's angry, okay. and it's like mm. you got cheated on, and 
love and devotion potion is potion phony wine fine bitch bag basically and then uh, so after that I think what's after cell is it fucking is it stranger that's after cell like uh, I can't think like cause it's stranger is the last song of the album so you have complications procrastin no complications love struck uh, climbing procrastination uh, Miami Miami Settle There's another one I, I've literally forgotten The song <laughs> again. Um, I can't think But anyway Time Time There you go I love time I love time Basically The uh, story of time Is uh, the story of time <laughs> Very philo- philosophical We'll get into that later Oh man oh, I yeah. can't wait That'll be great uh, But um, Basically Time is uh, Time Is getting away I think that's placed Differently on the album I think that's before The breakup I might have messed up the order. I think okay. Settle is like, you've got the fun time. Yeah, that's time. Uh, time is basically, uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely placed earlier on the album because time's getting away from you. Time is like, uh, you can never seem to find the time to do things. Oh, even e- like, even like it's, it kind of works in conjunction with procrastination. Because yeah. you can't find the time, so you're procrastinating. They always kind of go you. in conjunction, mm. even though they're completely kind of different songs. All the time is quite chill, but yeah, that's kind of the core idea. Time is time. amazing. I yeah, love time. yeah. The, I'd say the complications, back- time and love stroke, top three. Mm. Yeah. Don't know in what order exactly. But. Yeah. Uh, so and then Stranger is probably the most emotional song. Stranger's that is. Man, I I made that beat three years ago for Stranger. Really? Well, yeah. As a Kyolo project? As, as a Kyolo thing. I'm, no, actually it wasn't for a, it was a, I, I, I've had, you know the way I've had just loads of different aliases. I had yeah. the thing called L- Lurid. L-U-R-I-D. Oh, I saw that on your That was just, I was, I was just messing about with, I wanted a place where I could just chuck beats that I was working on and Stranger was one of them and I was like, man, this is way too good to put on fucking Lurid, like with two followers. Okay. So I was like, man, I got to repurpose this. So, and then I started writing lyrics to it. Those lyrics are, like real conjunction of people fucking uh, do you know uh, D-Man really yeah. he's on D-Man helped me write those lyrics Sorry. when I was in fucking construction I was I was <laughs> supposed to be doing my project and I was just like I was just like working on the lyrics on Google Docs instead of writing up my write up for construction and uh, I was just like he, he gave me like low, he gave me like nearly fucking four bars for that like just the chorus like I think Sorry. he he wrote uh, like body on you my senses have declined can't forget you and all that stuff mm. you know all that like all that stuff uh, there is a bit of uh, so basically Stranger is you've reconciled that you've overreacted and now it's setting in that you've lost something fucking big and you're feeling you're not you're over the anger of Settle and uh, regret and you near enough regret because you think it's just gone you've lost something and you're remembering all the shit that's ha- like that all the stuff that was really good in the relationship and then there's one bad happened bad thing happens and you flip and it all goes mm. and then she's just a stranger to you that's kind of the so yeah I need to work a lot more on Stranger but I want to make that are you going to end it on Stranger? yeah Stranger's last song I think that's the last song because I like the, how that ends it's a real kind of just do 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 yeah it's a really slow song like it's only fucking I think it's like 69 Beats per minute. <laughs> uh, beats per minute is basically just how many beats. Yeah, no, I guess with the yeah. tempo. Like. Yeah, and like Love Struck is like 114, like boom, boom, 14. boom. That's, that's how, what Grime that's, is, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, um, fucking, yeah, that's near enough the story of the album. It's very unfinished. Everyone keeps, I'm really getting stressed because everyone asks me every fucking day, Scott, that's when's, that's just when's, buzzing, man. when's the album coming out? Oh, man, I want to put it out so bad. You've no idea. Like, I absolutely adore the album. I just, it's such a it difficult, it's such a difficult thing to, because it's with Paul doing the musical and stuff. Yeah. That I just had, it's only really Paul that I need, because I just need vocals. Like, because I can do all the production on my own mm. and I can do my own vocals on my own. It's just I need Paul in the studio yeah. and I need to bounce off him and have that, like. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, like, it's just like just... I, I, I need him for the album because he yeah. does quite a bit in terms of like even melodies and stuff that I wouldn't have thought of. But okay. yeah, it's it's difficult and I really wanna I really wanna get it done, but it's it's a task. Like there's a Billy Eilish was um, Billy Eilish did an interview, and she was like. Uh, it was like a it's a like um, each year yeah each year yeah and it was like in oh, a, yeah, she that. was like I have no fucking clue how I finished do you know her album uh, When yeah. We All Fall Asleep Where Do We Go yeah. uh, she was like I have no clue how I finished that album and I understood that so much because mm-hmm. you think it's an easy thing when because that I make songs and all and I have procrastinations like oh yeah how's it going like but man I have three songs finished on the album and it's eight tracks. It's just such a difficult mm. thing because yeah. I run out of inspiration for songs really quickly. And do you ever find yourself procrastinating? Yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> legit, <laughs> legit, why we wrote the fucking song. We were just like, boys, we're procrastinating. We need to come up with some lyrics. Bam, song. Sick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, fucking, I really want to get that album out. But mm. And I always keep sell- telling people, December, yeah, it'll come out in December. And it's fucking December now and I've mm. done three tracks. Like, I'd say you're better off like taking your time yeah but and then like a, I, I, I'll feel like a fucking I'll, I'll feel like Kanye fucking delaying an album because <laughs> I want it I want it to be perfect I just wish I never announced that it was going to be out soon I wish I just left that but I wanted people to be excited for it yeah, yeah. but I suppose at, you do need to set a deadline at some point or else you'll just yeah keep yeah of course I, I like I, I want to set myself a deadline but December wasn't realistic at all I say mm. f- me personally by the time uh, fucking Easter rolls around near enough then because then Paul won't have like the show the show and show's all. done soon enough yeah think. but once that's done I say it'll be okay fly through yeah oh all right we'll move on let me think mm-hmm. oh this is just a question I'm wondering out of curiosity what is the difference between a mixtape and an album and an LP and an EP what is oh I, I, I can tell you that, that. perfectly yeah. uh, okay so we'll start off with an EP an EP is like the shortest kind of album like an EP is called is in terms an extended play okay. an extend, it's usually about seven or eight songs so Cloudy Vision is an EP but I like calling it an album because okay. it just sounds good yeah. but an EP is just like a short version a short album that is like usually artists put out before they put out a full length LP which yeah. is a long, long play mm. which yeah. is usually about f- like in it de- very much varies but the industry standard is about 35 to 40 minutes it doesn't matter how many tracks it is okay. it's 35 to 40 minutes that's usually an album right. and it's usually like a yeah that's an album okay. then what else was your question? that was it I was just out of curiosity no, but did you say something else? Did it, like no. a mixtape yeah, a mixtape mix is but yeah uh, an album usually is considered like you could consider what I'm releasing uh, a mixtape I guess because it's right. not backed by a label or anything people oh, okay. usually do that unofficially like artists put out you know the way some artists could have um, loads of um, 
mixtapes but then they're like here's their debut. here's their debut album yeah. you're like what the hell what the hell there's loads of albums before that mm. what's going on but the debut album means they've been signed to a label and it's oh, their okay. debut proper LP album oh, okay. 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 do you get what I mean yeah I get you but yeah there you go I was, I was very yeah sure <laughs> man, there you go oh, how do you determine what success is haven't had huge commercial success with some of your older songs receiving like hundreds of thousands yeah, of streams yeah. um, I was talking to Alex about this in the car and I think I kind of gave you a glimpse of it for me like it really does it's, it's probably the most diverse thing everyone has their own definition of success like usually like the uh, the standard definition is you're like you're famous and you're doing well and you're getting loads of fucking plays and stuff but for me like success is I like a song sorry um, you go. success for me is uh, I like a song and if my friend group or people around me or just a general kind of area and I get good responses on a song and people like it that's success to me honestly because mm. I just enjoy when people enjoy a song for me and success is making a song the yeah. success of having something that is completely yours the feeling of just having a product that you've completely made yeah. on your own is just the best feeling ever and that's success totally. to me anyway so do you get more enjoyment out of creating the music in the process or out of actually having it afterwards and listening oh to I, it? I completely making the music making yeah. music is so 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 enjoyable just it's so satisfaction so, it's just fun like it's it's genuinely like for me it could be if for other people it could be the most boring thing clicking buttons and all but just having those things and tweaking stuff and making stuff sound good yeah. like sound like appealing and sound cool it's just so, like I, I, I I'm ashamed to admit because I don't want to seem narcissistic but I, sometimes I just get goosebumps I'm like shit that sounds Stanley, really fucking good even, like that'd be insane yeah, yeah. I'm just like that sounds so good and I get really happy that I've made something that fits what I wanted to make with the song and that's like that's so enjoy for me and I, that never gets old for me that's mm. I, that's what I enjoy about it most but um, of course I enjoy like sorry I've kind of gotten that from uh, learning bass yeah of course like, oh yeah you're, uh, man I was so happy when, when you when, look at like a set of notes or something and you practice you're practicing your frets and you're missing the occasional one you're playing the wrong note yeah. sometimes when you like nail yeah, it when the you first play time, when you play it, it in full so when you good. play it in full perfectly yeah i was doing that and um, what i do a lot of the time just to because um for me i have pretty good i think i'll like really good uh, reference pitch so mm. like you could play something for me like say what a good example I did it the other day is a a song by Tennyson and it's a really complicated solo and all I did is I just listened to it and I just figured out all the notes on the guitar because I can tell when a note is exactly what it what? is on the song yeah and like I just figured that's it out all, I, yeah I figured it all out by ear I thought I feel like I'm bragging I'm that's just, insane I, no that's just a that's fact. a fucking that's insane that's crazy yeah but like I did it all and like I was just working on it so hard because it wasn't the pitch it was just the actual pattern of how it was played and then I got it I got it I think I posted it on my story it was just yeah. me playing a so. solo and it was like and that's how it is and I, I just know exactly it's weird it's very hard to explain like everyone asked me like uh, John said to me uh, that um, when I was in the music room with him we were just playing piano and it was like Scott, because I was just playing, I was messing around, improvising, yeah. and it was like, Scott, how do you know what actually sounds good? Like, do you do scales, or do you do it by music theory? And I'm just like, John, it's the weirdest thing to explain. Like, when I hear a note, I just n kind of know what goes with it, and I know what's in key, and I know what pattern would sound good. 
it's really like it's such an odd thing but it's so handy because i don't need to learn music theory for it's it it's amazing skill. yeah I, I, that's I, I think that has helped me a lot with making music so that's right all right so straight into like philosophical shit will we? yes yes first actually i just want to ask you do you yeah. remember what the first song or album that you absolutely loved was like fucking uh, adored was obsessed with like uh, in terms of what I made or no other people's music just in life oh yeah oh that's a like absolutely like just fully adored like first album you just fucking fell in love with like. uh, Pink Floyd The Dark Side Man really? first time I ever heard that I absolutely was transcended like because my dad I, I'd always loved like um, like a uh, just singles and just songs on its own but like albums are very hard to come by where you find an album like every single song mm-hmm. in it is brilliant and it just flows and yeah. you like the album not yeah. just songs from an album yeah. but mainly like even with Pink Floyd there's a they also have a uh, album called Animals like those two albums I have them both on vinyl mm-hmm. and like uh, I would listen to them all the way through every single minute of it any day of the week it's absolutely brilliant and it's yeah. not for everybody everyone most people fucking hate it but it's just like Animals has like four songs and every song is like 23 minutes and oh, it's just brilliant cool, yeah. yeah it's so good but yeah that's, that's what, what about you? you well for me yeah, well, yeah for you. Um, I'm not sure, probably Frank Ocean Channel Orange yeah mm-hmm. that's a great that's a great sure. I listen to a lot lately as well in the last week couple of weeks um, but, oh, Kendrick yeah. Lamar Damn oh man oh any day of the fucking week Kendrick Lamar it's a butterfly that is my favourite Kendrick album that's great by far it's my just, brother has that on record it's yeah it's just the because I appreciate like I don't want to sound like I'm wow I'm a producer I appreciate production so much but like I just the production on that album is absolutely phenomenal it's by a, a majority of it is by a guy called Thundercat it's really? a, I think it's by Thundercat so don't mark me on that mm. Uh, yeah but it's absolutely brilliant it's so good it's just funky like it's, and I love that type of yeah. movie for me uh, DiCaprio too by Jay oh by Jay yeah Jay. Really? oh man yeah. uh, oh I love the the, the Never Story mm. that's so it's such, is it the Never Story let's go uh, I'm not sure I think it is the Never Story but something like with DiCaprio too like it's similar there's like a whole story to it and there's a Really cool interludes. Oh like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There's like this um, reoccurring kind of piano riff. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's like in the majority, like it's at the start of Division, and then at the start of uh, uh, One Fifty One Roman stuff. It's mm. really cool. Yeah. There's this album called I don't know if you guys are into hip hop that much, but Liquid Swords by GZA, and it's fucking incredible. There's this whole storyline at the start where there's like, um, like these kind of not skits but like sketches where there's like this kind of like samurai warrior shit going on yeah that's and then method man and all these boys just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. unbelievable oh in terms of like old school albums uh enter the 36 chambers by wu-tang, wu-tang that's oh yeah. oh and then uh a tribe you know a tribe called quest uh their album mm. the, the low end theory is absolutely okay. phenomenal so good um let me think the miseducation lauren hill by who lauren hill <laughs> no, I've no. not heard it. Man, no so. worries, it's a pretty good album. Um, it one of the albums that came out in the last couple of years, Mac Miller's album Swimming. Oh, I, I love, love Swimming, so man! Much. I like people didn't really like it in comparison I to his. Oh, I love so that album. It's so my fresh. Favorite of his, to be honest. Rip yeah. the man, but like, yeah, Jesus, Try that it. is such a good album. Like, there's a song on it. Uh, is it? Uh, it has this really good bass line. In it. It's like boo doo, boo doo doo. 
Oh, it's so good. It's like, it just freaks me out. has uh, Snoop Dogg on it in the background. It's so well done. And then there's a, uh, oh, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. Small Worlds is that in that? Yeah, it's such oh, a it's fucking incredible. And then there's the, uh, the song, like, my regrets send just like takes I couldn't send. That's yeah. such a good song, man. And the auto-tune on that is really cool. It makes his voice sound yeah. fucking angelic. Like, yeah. it's not auto-tune as in, like, fucking Travis Scott. It's a different kind. Yeah, of it's like a f- uh, mainly effects, like, reverb and delay and stuff. That's, I think that's so fucking Yeah, cool. it's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thinking about albums now, I'm just thinking of so many good albums. <laughs> I know you're not an Igor man, but I told you this in the car. Yeah. Igor man. I need that to give is... her no chance. I only listen to I like Earthquake. It's just... Igor's theme, the first song on the album, it's just pure synth porn. Like it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> like it's so good. Like I just and there's Charlie Wilson on it, and his vocals, even in Earthquake, are so good. And then there's songs like Puppet, which is just and his pitching of his vocals. Like Tyler produced the whole album, so really, like it's it's like it says on the vinyl and on the cover, it's just uh, all songs produced, arranged, and written by. Tyler Ockham like that's his name but yeah it's such a good album and I absolutely love that album like start to finish every song which is so good the album before that is one of yeah, Flower Boy Flower Boy so oh man Flower Boy is such a good seeds, album glitter, every song yeah, uh, every song in that is fucking insane Pothole I would not I would not I would not have suspected that Jaden Smith would yeah, sound good in the song because exactly. I didn't really like like Sire or Sire. anything or Aries, I didn't really like that. There, there is one good song on Sire. It's called. Um, is it? Uh, oh man, I forget these songs. It's not Pink f- or something where there's like P I N K. No, that I think that's like four songs yeah. in one. It's like a is it falling or something something like that. Not sure. Uh, but like it's like just a, it's the, it mainly the instrumental it sounds so good. But in terms of pothole, that song is so yeah, watch out for so the pothole. Oh, it's so it's good. Love that song. What else is on it? Um. Boredom, boredom is really boredom, good. Phantom yeah. Time, Mister Long, Phantom Time. Oh, nine one one is so good. Like that, it's yeah. just so well produced. Like and just every song is incredible. It's one yeah. of those few albums where like every and it has a storyline. Every song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, oh man, I love. <gasps> there is an album, not an album, uh, a song at the end of like the very last song. Enjoy your life today, or so I think it's called, or enjoy your day today, and it's just purely instrumental uh, on the end of the album and it's so good it's just like it's at the end of the album it's so good I love that song alright we'll we'll move on yeah. to a bit of philosophical shit yes, first thing I I was reading this the other day and it's, and it's an interesting concept like I always remember when I was younger thinking about being just constantly fucking bored and thinking time was such like you were talking about time and this yeah. is what got me thinking about it like Time is such an in, an interesting concept because it all comes down to your perspective. And like I saw something the other day, it said that when you're ten years old, a year is a short time is or is a really long time because it's one tenth of your life. Yeah. yeah. But when you're a hundred years old, it's only a hundredth. So that's why time seems like yeah. As you get older, time seems moves faster. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, because uh, when things seem. Like the world seems a lot more. It seems the world opens up as you get older. Like yeah. when you're ten, as you said, that's a really good example. It's only one tenth of your life, one year, and it seems like so much of it and so long. Exactly. Whereas if you're thirty, one year is only one thirtieth of your entire life, and you feel like Jesus, things are 
fucking Coming so fast. flying by. Like. like, say you can just go and you look back, it's fucking weird. Yeah, man. man. First and third, I can't even T.Y. Remember. T.Y. was two, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. And it Jesus. feels like fucking yesterday. It does. That shit, like, man, that's, so, like, I was only talking to it with the lads in the base hall, like, I think it was, like, yesterday. And we were just like, I still can't grasp that we're six years. Like, yeah, I, I we're can't get we're that. gonna be done our secondary education, like in six months. I don't get it at all. Like, imagine that you're never gonna see any of the teachers. You like, God forbid. Hopefully, you do. But like, the friends you've made yeah. are gonna split off everywhere, mm. and you'll only ever like you talk to them, but like seeing them on a daily basis, that'll never that happen, again. happen again. Yeah, mad. Which, like, and I try my best to appreciate. Every fucking, Every fucking like, I, I hate when, and I've been writing a bit about this. When you get into like periods where you're not doing much and things go by quickly and you're wasting time, like monotonous cycles where you do a couple of weeks and you don't really do anything. Yeah, I try not to let that happen anymore. Because mm. it fucking, I just value value every second. Yeah, because like, man, even at this stage, like like I'm seventeen, like and yeah, majority of lads seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, whatever. And, like, things have seemed to move so fucking quickly that I'm, like, starting to get a bit paranoid that shit. I'm going to be a fucking adult. Like, I'm going to be in college next year on the way to a job. Like, like that shit is, like, yeah. it scares you. Like, it, it, like... And the idea of trying to integrate into a new fucking community. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that... It's insane. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, you, have, you have the excitement. There's so much shit in school that you don't like that you can't wait to get away with, yeah. get, get away from. But you'll never have the bands in a base hall with the lads again. You'll never, you'll never be able to fuck around with all the lads you know in class, like us messing around in English. When we're done, that'll never happen again. Mm. You'll never be able to have as much like freedom and not have as much responsibility. Yeah, just, oh, and I feel, feel that now, like even so, like with sixth year and all, like it's just you have to. It's you kind of have to do it yourself. Like you're not really spoon fed yeah. shit, and like getting jobs and all in college, you're fucked. Like you don't you don't go to class. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't make. They you. don't even they make, don't you. make you. They don't make you. And that scares like, like that scares the shit out of me because like, man, like I want my mom to fucking wake me up in the morning and force me <laughs> to go to school, because then I'll go and I'll get something out of it. But with college, like it's just up to you and like having that much responsibility even when you feel so young is it's fucking scary. scary like. Mm. There's this theory called the six degrees of separation theory. Do you yeah. Know what it is? Uh, no, go on. So it's basically this idea that you can contact anyone in the world through six people, not like six oh, people you I directly think, yeah. know, but yeah. it's like say for example, I know a person. We'll just call them person A. Person A knows person B. Person B knows person C. I don't know person B or C directly, but person A knows, and so on. And then person C could know other Fucking people. Fucking Barack Obama. Yeah. Like, you then, could know anyone And then Barack Obama knows those people. And since person C knows Barack Obama, he has the contact to know about that person exactly. that Barack Obama knows. So in yeah, the that's area, insane. you can contact anyone yeah, in the world. It's insane. And there's 7 billion people. Yeah, it's mm. fucking metal. Like. To a degree. I mean, yeah, to a degree. There's probably yeah. like tribes. Yeah, that's like, exactly that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nomadic people. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's, it. that's fucking something to think about. Like, that's insane. This is an interesting one, actually, because yeah. you were saying you're colorblind, which I didn't know. Yeah. But I, I was actually saying you can never truly know what other people perceive and their idea of a colour could be completely different to yours. Yeah, and in yeah. your case, it literally is, but like, yeah. everyone's 
fucking idea of red could be completely different yeah. and you yeah. have so no idea what's red to you could be green to me exactly yeah and like the, just taking that concept of colorblind you can apply it to anything, anything. like just exactly. like any concept music taste. like taste yeah. like things taste awful like in terms of like say fucking uh, some people like some dinners some people don't some people like the taste of some shit and you will never ever be able to experience what that person with the exact same item or whatever it kind of anything the way they, the way, the way yeah. they experience the or they yeah. associate with that you'll never be able to experience no. that and there's fucking like there is like 7 billion different perspectives of you can have so many different perspectives of one thing and even like music some things could genuinely sound fucking horrible to me and like bother me but somebody else could find it really soothing yeah, do you which, know what I mean like which I, which I it's just crazy like, the way that which fucks me up is how how that works like how do how can the human brain develop that many different uh, fucking presets like how can the human brain have the ability to experience one thing or one experience in billions and billions of different ways yeah yeah like that that baffles me the way that there's like there's no limit to the amount of variation yeah it's it's infinite like honestly like as long as as long as people are alive even if things are similar like even if it's near enough it's always completely unique yeah 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 like every single person on this planet despite even fucking twins like and stuff like that all have their own unique properties and that's just infinite generation it, yeah. like it will it will go on for as long as humans are being produced like it's like uh, I don't I can't remember the name of the f- uh, philosopher but uh, he had this concept of uh, the world of forms oh um, oh oh what is it, is it Socrates or Aristotle no, or I think it might be Aristotle that had the theory or is it no, Plato it's a Plato. Plato it's Plato I'm very sure I think it's Plato uh, but yeah that goes on to like uh same topic, I suppose, and what we perceive to be... Yeah, everyone... But, like, a chair to me. Yeah. A chair to me could be something completely different to yeah. someone else. Forms. Plato said... Yeah, Plato. Yeah. What is But, um... The way that he describes forms is that... Um, you have it there anyway. But, like, there is an ideal fixated perfect form of one thing. But like, we can never experience But we'll never experience that because we have the ability of perspective and yeah. uh, subjectivity so we can never experience what the ideal form of something is which is uh, what, what didn't he have a theory about like a for evil demon or some shit yeah it's all that's a different philosopher that's oh. um, Nietzsche yeah. or no not Nietzsche not a, yeah, it's I, um, the French one uh, but he believed Aristotle no he, he, I think therefore I am he said uh, and that was uh, he had the whole argument that we can't trust our senses. And perhaps oh yeah, the sense being, yeah. Um, that's really interesting. By something. Yeah. What is that? Like when you think about it, you completely rely on your senses to perceive yeah. the world, Absolutely and you don't know everything. if they are lying to you. Like with me, oh, with me, oh, well, fuck yeah, that's with, me, with, with me, like color blindness. My senses are lying to me. What colors are? And you wouldn't have known. And that. you wouldn't have known anything unless I actually was self-aware that my senses are lying mm. to me but things you just can't get tested for and you never know like started like to get really fucking like big about it 
you have absolutely you'll never have any clue if your life is even real because you rely on all your senses to perceive what life is and you've yeah. no idea if your senses are lying to you do you ever think about that I, I often just wake up and think fucking the concept of just living and everything is just experienced by you like do you remember that book we're reading, Solopsism? Yeah, Solopsism, where you're at. Yeah, it's been hard. So yeah. The guy's a solopsist. So he thinks yeah. that he created the world. And everyone, and everyone every... else is not a real thing. It's just a figment of the Yeah, that revolves yeah. around I don't him, think yeah. like that, but sometimes I wake up and I almost feel like, are fucking other people real? Or is this all yeah. just like my no, perspective? No, that's a natural thing. There is a, a movie, I don't know if you've seen it, called The Truman Show, featuring uh, no. it's Jim Carrey. Oh, Carey. is that about... Yeah, it's I about, uh, it's about one guy, and it's basically a TV show, and everyone around him is actors. And the entire TV show revolves around him living this life. And then he... Com- it's basically based on the concept of what if... Uh, like, it's near enough like the Matrix, like, that shit, of everything being a simulation, like... Mm. Elon Musk. Yeah, man. He, he, there, like, I think there's three perspectives on it. It's either... Um, by the time humanity has the power to generate a actual... Sentient. believable like human simulation humanity will end what do you mean like artificial intelligence no like just like to generate an, like a fake world like a simulation right. of a reality a simulated reality okay. if humans come to that point a matrix in uh, colloquial terms uh, but if humanity comes to that point humanity will already have been gone like yeah. or it will end like I'm, and, um, I'm putting it into layman's terms with this whole uh, thing about not knowing what's real and which senses you can trust if you can trust any uh, that's quite a scary thing but I think because uh, you don't know what's real then yeah. and you go into this infinite recession of uh, you don't know what is real and I think the the only reassurance he came to the conclusion was is uh, I think therefore I am and the basic basically what that means is that uh, the mind even is if everything from, yeah that I experience as a deception of some evil force or something. My thought process. There is something or... there to be deceived. The fact oh. that you are thinking. Oh yes. You so have like to exist. you have to exist to be deceived, yes. which ensures so there which ensures your own existence. That's so crazy. there has to be something. So, yeah, that that's really we don't God, know what, dude. That's really I I never even I I thought about it in class, but it yeah. just clicked with me now. The yes. fact <laughs> that the fact that. Y- even if there is something deceiving your senses, there has to be you have to exist to, to be, be deceived. deceived. There has so to be at the something. very least, even if you're not experiencing reality as it, you really you, is, exist. you exist. You yeah, exist because crazy. even if you're being lied to, you have to. There has to be something to lie to. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking dope, man. Love that. Yeah. Um, fuck, I've uh, that for years yeah. now. Like, now you have comfort. <sighs> <laughs> See, and like it gives you comfort. I think, therefore, I am. But once you actually delve into it, like it's yeah. insane the level yeah. of thought that has gone into though. Yeah, like such a simple sentence explains a fucking complete argument. Like mm. that's insane. Like uh, infinite recession. Uh, so back to like the simulation aspect. Like even if, like um, so as I said, if humanity comes to a point, humanity will end. That's possibility one. Possibility two is we already live in a simulation. That's yeah. that's the fact. Yeah. And possibility three, I think it was. Um, uh, oh God, I can't think. God, I wish I had. Grab my phone. Yeah, I'll look it up. You know what this is actually a bit like as well. Uh, is it Inception the movie or no? 
um, where you go certain layers deep into different realities. Oh, fuck, I haven't read that. Oh, it's insane. Um, you probably know, Scott. That sounds interesting. There's a movie, and uh, you go into... Di- is it Inception? It's Inception, where you go into yeah. deeper levels of dreams. That could be us. Like, we could be in a couple levels deep yeah, of different simulations yeah, or something we don't know. Yeah, you never... Oh, that, that movie is such a fucking... It is a man. brain melter, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, it's so brilliant. And when he explores into, like, the idea of limbo, where you go so deep that time isn't even a thing. Yeah. It's, it's so insane. insane. Have you, you ever wa- have you ever seen Inception? Oh, oh you have to it's watch good. it. Oh, it's, it's I haven't absolutely. even seen The Matrix. I haven't seen so many. Movies. Oh man, yeah. I haven't fully Jesus. finished The Matrix. I watched like most. I've of I, I I've only watched the first one. I want to watch Reloaded just to get more sp- perspective on it. But the first one is brilliant. Mm. But Inception, yeah. Inception, yeah. In terms of Inception, basically the whole the general premise of it is yeah. uh, they have technology so that they can go into somebody's dreams and they can manipulate them so that the entire idea of its process called inception is to plant an idea because uh so that something subconscious that yeah, in this in the subconscious yeah so that they idea of inception is they you don't think that you can create an idea like to have yeah. your own idea in your own head not to be told an idea and do it but to have your own actual realization that's what inception is okay, all yeah, about yeah, yeah, to you. plant an actual so that you fully thought, think that you had this thought, thought that yourself. you yeah you feel like you had it yourself but rather you than didn't. feeling like because that's the whole thing of it and that's it's all yeah crazy. it's but insane layers to it. it's so many it's layers fact, and basically yeah. how the dreams work is time works differently in a dream like say uh yeah uh 30 minutes in a dream will be five minutes in the real world yeah. stuff like that it gets way deeper because like, like, yeah. you can have dreams mm-hmm. in a dream and, and then a dream inside a dream inside a dream oh, and you don't know how many and then time goes so slower every dream you go okay, and you can go yeah, yeah. to so far so that time becomes irrelevant was... and what's insane is okay. when you're watching the movie you start at the end you start to question holy shit was all that a couple layers deep already like was what we experienced to be the first layer actually the first layer oh, okay yeah, yeah was yeah, the yeah, first layer that you were given to were we actually in a dream of a layer it's yeah. so good and it ends on a brilliant scene of the don't your man spoiler. yeah 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 don't yeah because well, he has oh, to oh, but it's, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. brilliant love it absolutely brilliant i can't wait to watch that yeah man yeah. i have to watch it it's so good <laughs> do you know what i used to always think of man as yeah. i was a kid the idea that the universe is always expanding i can't understand i can understand it but i can't actually another philosophy movie for you it's called mr <laughs> nobody that okay. movie okay. is absolutely phenomenal it's all about uh it's a based on the premise of uh choices and all about choices and this links it to my personal philosophy of how your choices affect how your life is and the butterfly effect and stuff like that okay. which really interests me and it's all about how uh, a child is born that can perceive every outcome of his life like every every single way it could go and all the decisions that it roots down to and it roots down to this decision of him either going with his parents get divorced and he either goes with his dad or goes with his mom and and each one has their own separate spirals of how life will go and okay. in terms if he goes with his mom on the train uh it can either be he goes with three different women like three different like and one life can go he gets killed by a mafia guy one life goes his wife his wife is uh, mentally ill and he ends up uh driving into and even all these lives have all different separate yeah it's all about like how can you make the right choice if you already know how all the choices are going to go 
Yeah. Okay. It's like um, the well, I, the end of the movie. Uh, which I don't think I should put a spoiler for you because it's such a mindfuck of a movie. Okay. But yeah. it really does need explanation for you to understand it. Yeah. But um, it's such a good movie. That I'll watch it and I'll give you a call. And then you yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's so good, Mr. Nobody. Would you like to talk about that predeterminism? Oh, yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> I, I love this stuff. Um, so, idea of predeterminism is that when you're born, everything's predetermined. I, it kind of does contrast with free will in the way that if you were going to do something, it was already planned to have happened, and that was always going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, say, I, I click my fingers right now. Yeah. That was, I was always going to click my fingers. Even if I thought that I'm just going to click my fingers right now, and that's going to happen, <laughs> I free will myself to do that. Mm. And, like, there's nothing controlling me from clicking my fingers. But... That's oh, that was always gonna happen. That's Based on like, your you, previous experiences, like, yeah, it's all all your previous experiences, even the most minimal things. Shape, yeah, the way shape the way you are, like, and okay. like, it's just the fact of like, and then like people may kind of argue this argument by saying, well, what about surprises? What if like a decision you don't make yourself actually affects your life? which fills in the gaps of how it is. But that's just, it's all interconnected. Because as you said, this, like everybody can connect to anybody with six people. Yeah. So like in turn, everybody is just a whole life map at the fucking inception of the universe. And everything is just going the way that it's always going to go. That links in with a philosopher's theory. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but, but somebody has yeah, this theory like, that everything eventually is has a certain way that it's gonna go. Anyway, yeah, yeah, go on. Like and it like everything has infinite possibilities, which is how parallel universe. I fully believe parallel universes exist, and we just live yeah. in one one of, one of an infinite amount of possibilities, and that ensures that predeterminism exists. Because if we live in that one set way that things are gonna happen in mm. terms of the vast amount of possibilities that can happen. Everything is going to happen in that universe that way, but that way without with it, with where, without any other possibility. Like the choice I could have not clicked my fingers earlier and an entire parallel universe no, just yeah. on that single decision and everything else could be the exact same. But I a parallel universe where I didn't click my fingers about 5 minutes ago. That's an entire universe where that didn't happen. Mm. and do you think these universes are like created from every time you do something oh, every single choice anybody makes at any time anywhere if within history I'd love to learn more about creates this. a parallel universe so there's an infinite like there's no there's no bound because well, you can't log how many decisions are made there's billions it wouldn't even be when it's created it would already exist yeah it would already exist like, like at the inset in the, at the inset like at the big bang like I do have this theory that kind of it maybe might contradict with how it works, but the idea of do you know the big bounce, the big yeah, bounce yeah, theory, yeah. where that the big bang and every the universe is constantly expanding, and then there's how it works is the big crunch, and then everything starts to implode on itself, yeah. mm. and as a result of that implosion, there's another big, there's bang. Another big bang and a brand new universe. So I think, I think the way that there's been billions and billions of ways, an infinite amount of, because it's just recurring, and our universe, our like, one of a billion, like just the possibility, 
maybe there's only one of those possibilities that life developed and we there's already oh, been billions be, of universes okay. before us that nothing existed mm. and just on the off chance something happened there so maybe it's just purely chance straight in does everyone here believe in aliens yeah, hundred percent. Well, there has that. to be again, like it's like it's no, it's a complete it's guaranteed, pretty much, because the universe yeah. is infinitely expanding. Yeah, like exactly. if it's, it's like infinite, there's too much space. There's way too much. It goes back to what I was saying. Like the universe is infinite, always expanding, which I can't comprehend. Like I used to think as a child, like, but it has to be in something. I used to be in my room, fucking picturing like the universe inside of a big a box, box and then yeah. a bigger yeah. box, and like it just like, used to. Thou- like t- one hundreds of thousands of galaxies in the known universe, and even more like it's incomprehensible. Like it's like, and we live in a single one of those galaxies, and we haven't even fucking left our s- solar system. Like, yeah. and do you think we'll ever? Oh, of course. In our lifetime, do you think we'll encounter? Um, uh, I wouldn't say like so. aliens. No, I don't. Think I wouldn't so. say so. But um, it is statistically impossible for there not to be yeah. aliens, really, when you think about it. Because if we exist, we are technically a life form in the universe. Yeah, we are proof and that life can develop. If you have 500 monkeys, uh, infinitely t- or an infinite amount of monkeys, infinitely typing on an infinite amount of keyboards, chan- like, and it's guaranteed that one of them will eventually write out all the works of Shakespeare. Oh yeah, just what, that yeah, 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 and it's the yeah. same thing for is there yeah, because there's an there? infinite amount. Like there's so many planets. There's such a vast array of planets and galaxies and solar systems. There has to be a few exactly like ours that has the same conditions and one ha- like even like there has to be another like way, Earth. Uh, another yeah. Earth, another Earth way of life developing. Like. Yeah. There's just no possibility like, that it's that is this just us. Can't be. Mm. It's Crazy. Insane. It's the I literally have simulation shit written down here. We've already, <laughs> We've already done it, man. Do you ever think about like the whole like you could be dreaming right now? Yeah. All the time. It's I so had cool. this uh, conversation with Owen and Perger and we had this kind of idea that what if each time you blinked without realizing you're waking up from a dream? No, but your uh, your consciousness is gone, bang, placed into another person, and you don't even realize all your memories been wiped. You're installed with these new memories, and your consciousness as it is, like you could blink right now, and whatever oh, you believe to be your reality, like I don't yeah. want to blink. <laughs> Wait, go say this again. I need okay. to think one more time. So what you're experiencing, you're seeing things around you right now. Mm-hmm. This is your reality. What yep. if when you blink, bang, all that goes, and you're Go, you go to another person you could be Donald Trump or something All right. that could be your reality because when you blink there's this brief period where you don't know what yeah. exists around you technically yeah, well your uh, senses though or even like with sleeping uh, once you sleep how do you know you're waking up as the same person or like because yeah. you lose a sense of consciousness dreams are weird as fuck do you ever have those dreams that feel Completely and utterly real. Yeah. Lucid dreams. And you and and the like no no not even no, like, lucid, not is even, different, like, lucid, lucid is where you control and you're yeah. and you're no no lucid is when you're in a dream and you know you're in a dream and you can mm, control yeah. the dream. I've where have that. you ever had those dreams where you're completely like you don't know you're in a dream and it and just you, feels like you're you've lived this life and you know exactly what's going on yeah. and you feel it's completely regular. Then you wake up and you're annoyed and you're like, as fuck. Yeah, and, and you're like, like what the fuck? That's you know what is horrible and it's the most terrifying thing that happens. It's happened about two or three times to me. Uh, it's kind of like sleep paralysis. Uh, yeah, I've had sleep paralysis. Yeah, same. Uh, but 
I've woken up, but I'm still dreaming, but I'm not aware. It's like a lucid oh, that's nightmare. Insane. That's insane. Because you've woken up, but you're trapped in your bed. I, I'm fully conscious. I believe that this is mm-hmm. real. I believe that I'm awake, but I cannot move at all. Yeah, it's insane. You can't get up because you believe you're awake, but you're not. When you've had a, when you guys have had sleep paralysis, you ever get like a heavy thing on your chest? Yeah, I haven't gotten that. It's like that someone's is... pushing down. On I don't. Chest. That's, that's a weight, thing. but I can't breathe. Yeah, I, I feel like someone's putting a cinder block mm. on my chest. It's what so happened weird. to me was it was weird as fuck. The pumpkin demon. Or yeah, something. man. I, do, I, do I describe? <laughs> do I describe it? As, so I was in this bed right there. <laughs> And I was on my back, and there's, it's a known fact that, like, the research has gone into the sleep process. It happens when you sleep on your back. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't sleep on your back, you won't get it. Yeah. But what happened was, it was fucking terrifying. It was like there was this creep. I used to have this chair in the corner of that room, and it was like I was awake, but I couldn't move. Whoa. I already. Yeah. But <laughs> I couldn't move, I couldn't speak, and I was trying to. And there was, like, this creature sitting in the chair. <laughs> nah, like, and when creature. I describe it, it was like, you know... Gollum from Lord of the Rings mixed with like a pumpkin <laughs> but the pumpkin skin was like a paper bag a brown paper bag what but flaking but That's flaking weird off shit. it was, okay, I totally it was terrifying it was the most fucking freaky shit ever and like it started getting up and going towards me and it was like going closer and closer and then it like was reaching out to touch me <laughs> with its finger and then I woke up and I was <laughs> like scary oh, it's shit. actually it's awful, awful. Like, it's so bad yeah. It's pretty interesting. Oh, you? it's the most interesting thing ever. It's fucking terrifying. Man. Yeah. Is there like a creature when it happens to you, or is it just like a feeling that you can't uh, I saw kind of like a um, a face almost, like a kind of. I remember when I was younger, we went to this thing called Park uh, Park After Dark. It's in the National Heritage. I remember Park. you telling me that, yeah. And uh, that fucking terrified me. But there were these banshees, and similar to that, but it's like. They were wearing makeup, but this to me was real. Like their faces are like they have these yeah. hollowed out eyes, and they're just like screaming. It's awful. For it's me, so it's bad. more of a feeling. Not really. I never actually see. It's Same more like a an ominous feeling. Yeah. You know that something's there. It's 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 actually kind of worse than seeing something because you yeah. you don't have confirmation from your eyes. Yeah. Like and you just kind of feel and you know in your instincts that something's there and you just. And like it's it's a very hard mm. thing to explain for me, but it's like um, as if you're waiting for something to happen. Yeah, you're waiting for something to happen. You ever get that? And you're waiting for something to happen, and nothing ever happens. And it's frustrating. Like, yeah, but and you're but like when you, when I have sleep paralysis, you're, you're completely convinced that something's there, yet you can't see it, and you just want to actually see it rather mm. than like you know you you know you don't want to fucking see a demon like. But at that point, you're just yeah, like, will you fucking show yourself? Like, what's yeah. going on? It's it's much worse just having a fucking bad feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Sleep is fucking weird. Yeah, man. See, it's, it's, you don't even know how it yeah. fucking works. Nobody absolutely else, no, yeah. absolutely no clue how it theories, works. theories, like Freud had a lot of theories. But, but there's no yeah. literal, actual, scientific no. explanation for why... Now, I know we sleep to re-energize, but why do we dream? No, what is no. the actual function of dreaming? It's Everyone has tons of theories and like it makes sense a lot of them, but like just one solid why do we dream? Like it's a, it's literally happens every single night of our life. We spend half like near enough is it one third or one half of our lives sleeping, like and at near enough all those nights you dream. So you nearly spend half half of your life dreaming. Yet we have absolutely no fucking clue why we spend literally half of our lifetime doing something. We have mm. no idea why. I have a theory about it. But yeah, it's not obviously not like. Facts or anything, but 
Do you know the way like often in your dreams you'll dream of something that happened in your day or yeah. not exactly that it happened but like something that you've experienced and then it changes that into something yeah. else. I think dreams are like a way of your brain trying to making like, sense of what happened in the day and like and, logging it into memory and mm. trying to learn from it and like yeah. explore like di- different ideas of how to deal with situations so that in the future you'll have like an instinct on how to deal with those yeah that's pretty uh, yeah I that's think, like a common like near enough that dreaming is just you recollecting your day and your brain it's your brain's way of processing what happened I kind of think it's uh, dreams are a visual embodiment of your subconscious oh I've so never heard that um, what you're dreaming is like there are actually people who analyze your dreams dream yeah. analysis and they uh, it's meant to like tie into things that are happening in your real life and uh, I think there, there definitely is links between the subconscious and dreaming Man, just out of context, like there's this really thing that happens with me and my girlfriend. Like, uh, basically, we'd be talking about something, and like it could be completely random, and we would have no idea what we're at, each other are thinking. Yet, we'd have the exact same idea out of the blue, even if it has nothing to do with the conversation. We'd have the exact same idea at the same time, and near enough say the same words, which fucks me up. There's a theory about that, and I have it written down on this page. Really? It's not that exactly, but that is part of it. Ah, so go on, go on. It's by a guy called Carl Jung, who was a, was he a philosopher or psychologist? I can't remember. But he had this idea, it was called the Jungian synchronicity. Yeah. And it's about synchronistic events. Like when something happens, when you're thinking about something and then something happens that is very similar to it, or something like that where two people yeah. say the same thing. It's basically when a person is thinking of something and then almost immediately they notice something that seems to have like a meaningful connection to what they were just thinking or feeling. Okay. And fucking he had this idea that it was part of this thing called the un, the collective unconscious that everyone in the world is born with this like things built into their subconscious so I'll read it out to you it's yeah, fucking on, okay on. so the collective unconscious is the idea that a segment of the deepest unconscious mind is genetically inherited so everyone has it mm. and it's not shaped by personal experience you get wow. it when you're born okay. it's common to all human beings and it's made up of a collection of knowledge and imagery that every person is born with and is shared by all human beings due to ancestral experience that's insane okay and so he thinks that like when these things happen it's like something like a fucking glitch in the unconscious or the collective unconscious where like you kind of think something into existence in a way yeah okay and um he has loads of things that he thinks that religion has to do with the collective unconscious because so many religions around the around the world where people have not been in contact have the same premise about a god or many gods and this mm. shit so what he said was something like deep-seated beliefs regarding spirituality and religion are explained as partially due to the unconscious collective the similarity and universality of world religions pointed to religion as a manifestation of the collective unconscious and he said that like morals ethnics and concepts of fairness and right or wrong all come from the collective unconscious wow. yeah but lots of people just aren't moral at all like social that's true but like maybe they're just maybe uh, they're genetically yeah religion. maybe that part of theirs is inhibited they lack empathy and that's and that's that's in that's, it's inhibited in their mind yeah maybe that's what mental illness is maybe in in context of things like that it's a weird fucking yeah. thing like um what was I gonna say um in terms of like uh fuck I forgot what I was gonna say um oh, it'll come back to me don't worry about it keep thinking Oh yeah, 
there's some really fucking I don't understand at all there's some research into these things called microbes that are like in human beings guts and they have an name they've been proven to have an impact on regulating your behavior with regards to cognitive functions which is like thinking yeah i've heard something like fundamental this. behavior pattern how you behave social interaction and stress management yeah and there's theories that that ties into the unconscious collective yeah like there is this theory called um is it the gray goo um have you ever heard of the gray goo no it's basically uh where tiny like micro uh uh genetically engineered microbes like and they're like in near enough the size of an atom where you could have billions of and they're released into the world and they're self-replicating and they get into your mind and they alter how you are and like that's how the yeah. world will end that's a that's a a theory of how the world will end like the grey goo <laughs> so what exactly happens basically yeah well, like uh, like, like the, yeah an epidemic but it's it's genetically mo- like engineered for these tiny like and once you have like if you covered your brain in like billions of these things that can do anything you want you could just control everything and that's how they work with it well control everything as you perceive it. yeah mm. of course what's All the concept right. uh, well like I was thinking um, there's this cool video by a uh, channel by Kortskazat do you know Kortskazat it's like mm-hmm. a, it's called in a nutshell in German like um, basically it's like this um, channel that just does education videos and they did this once off thing and it's called the egg it's like a idea basically that um, every single uh, every single person it links into reincarnation like okay. and every single person on earth is just a re- like a, a reincarnation of the same being like to have ever lived every single person to have ever lived is just a reincarnation of a single being like higher than us like, and that earth is merely just like a growing place for it and all and when existence ends or humanity dies out it will have gained so much knowledge and like it will have grown up from a child to an adult so that earth is not needed anymore so basically every like it's 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 stated that like every single person on earth is like even through time like when a person dies they are told that they are a single being and then they realize who they are and then they're re- reincarnated into a new person and uh, they forget all that and then it's just a new person. It doesn't matter what time period, it could be back in fucking, like, fucking, like, as long as humanity's been around. Like, okay. And uh, so basically the entire Earth is just a growing up planet, like a growing we're Earth. We're all just part of this. And we're, like, me, and, me, you and him, we're all the same person. That's that's basically one it. entity. That's like we're all we're all the same you know person. What that's like? that's um, yeah, we're all the same person. Every single one of us, but we don't remember that we're all different incarnations of the same being. You no, know that's like you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, um, your man's dad, Quill's dad. Yeah. Him, he's a god, and he owns this planet, and everything is like he is the planet as yeah. well. Ego, either ego, the planet. Ego, yeah. yeah. There's a th- thing called animism, which is like the belief that everything is like connected. I'm just like, like, <sighs> spirit, like what you were saying, like yeah. not just spiritually connected, but like physically. Yeah. That's I mean, weird as fuck, man. I don't know. Yeah. We all do come from the same. Like, do you think you believe that? Ah, uh, well, like it's a really, really far fetch. I think it more so links into a more, uh, a more fathomable concept that consciousness is separate from our body. Do you th- what, what do you think about that? 
like consciousness being a separate thing from your body like your your consciousness is completely separate from your body like your your actual physical body and your brain is just a like vessel like a vessel like a like a a something your consciousness has to be placed into to work but everything that your consciousness is everything that you are personally all your personality and all that is and your body is just a medium for you to actually channel your consciousness yeah that makes sense I think I agree with that yeah it's like um, it like it's really plausible in the way of your reincarnation. Like you, you could be reincarnated, and your consciousness could be sent to any body in the past, like any child, any baby, and then because in this consciousness plane, it's just it it defies time. Like it's it it doesn't exist mm. alongside time. Time is only a thing that humans like. Created. Yeah. Like, what about even within like concept? Like yeah, it's a concept. Separate realities, like we were talking about, uh, when you make a choice and another. Yeah, parallel, like parallel universe. universe. Yeah. Do you think the consciousness can travel? With I think they can. Yeah, I think that it can span everywhere. You can be reincarnated infinitely across all timelines. Because that. Across all planes. Yeah, because it doesn't matter to them. They just place you wherever randomly. When yeah. I was trying to think, I was telling you about the Jungian synchronicity thing. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I had this thought, I don't know if I believe it, but it's just an interesting concept. That I think what happens when shit like that happens, where, like, say, say you think of something really specific happening, like a fucking butterfly landing on your toe, yeah. and then it happens. Yeah. I fucking, I almost think that, like, that could be you dipping into, like, control no like control over the timeline like. you're you're you, you, you're thinking so deeply and you're not like f- cognitively thinking about it you're not trying to subconsciously think about it. you're yeah. just it's going on like your head you're not really like making it happen and then you kind of tap into something that makes mm. you like experience it in an alternate reality or a okay. different parallel universe oh, that's, uh, and that that's didn't actually really happen but that you kind of went into a different parallel universe. I don't know where that I, I, I where, oh that, you, you okay. think of something and then like you actually tip really into sure. a reality where that actually yeah. happened. Okay, because this is weird. weird. Because I remember I was um, I was outside uh, in my garden, and uh, yeah. I was after just chopping wood for yeah. the fire, and yeah. uh, I was looking at the we have this um, clothesline, yeah, and uh, I just started daydreaming, and it just started like staring and really focusing at this peg, like on the clothesline, and out of nowhere, like the exact peg that I was just staring at it just exploded like that's the, the spring and it just went and it just snapped and just see there's so many instances of it that it's a plausible thing. one time this is weird as fuck man the painting behind us now you can't see it when you're listening but there's a painting in my room yeah. of a woman and there's loads of butterflies around her I think there's 12 or something one time I was standing in my room staring at this and I was counting the butterflies mm. and then a butterfly came into my fucking room. <laughs> it did not land on it. No, no, it landed right in the middle. That's insane. Holy shit. See, just things shit like, like that. Every, I guarantee you, like, majority of people, if you ask if they've had an, that experience, they probably yeah. have. Yeah. Like, and there Some you go. Story. Like, it has to, it, it can't just be coincidence because coincidence is a hell of a thing. It does happen, but like, for like majority of people to experience yeah, that it's just ridiculous what are the chances yeah, yeah like that see that's the thing Pro- that goes there's no point in calculating the chances so it mm. has to be intentional I mean I could have stared at any peg on that clothesline I could have not even stared at the peg but I guarantee you there's uh, realities where you stared at a different peg 
and that peg fell. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy to think. Yeah, like um, yeah, shit, that's fucking blowing my mind now. <laughs> like uh, <clears throat> the way that fucking, you know when. Fuck. What is that? My, my mind's gone blank. Oh, I had a really cool concept, man. Oh, it's just happened loads of times. Serious? Yeah. Trying to pause and think. Yeah, we can always do that post anyway. Yeah, we'll post. Alright, so. What if, a dream, uh, what if an explanation for dreaming is that when you dream, your consciousness is transported to an alternate reality where your dream is actually real? And you're, <laughs> okay. and, you're put in, and you're put into the consciousness of your own body that's experiencing this alternate reality. Yeah. And you are just a passenger in your own body in an alternate reality that's insane and maybe not even necessarily your own body yeah like, could be someone like, yeah because you, you, you can be you can be someone else another like, creature yeah. or even yeah, what if that, is, what, what if that like there is this what if it's real yeah it's like insane like because that's like there's no it's fucking free range because yeah. there's no actual genuine proper scientific proven explanation it's all mm. hypotheses or theory. there's no like given measurement of consciousness yeah like it's but insane but the brain does yeah like, man it's really active when you're asleep yeah right, so. oh your brain just lights up when you're asleep so what if your fucking brain is just <laughs> legit actually that's reality funny. jumping and that's why it, it's so active because it's bearing all its energy yeah and then yeah. you don't channel any of that during the day because it's used it all up during dreaming why if that's why we we're not fucking super beings because and why we can only access and why like we can only access yeah well that is a bit of a myth we do access like but like what if that is it what if the reason we're never going to achieve fucking flight or some shit is because <laughs> we experience that in an alternate reality and we challenge and we channel our consciousness to transfer over fucking mm-hmm. timelines while we're sleeping. Why do you think... Why do you never die in dreams? Yeah, why do you... Oh, how about this? Because it ends Whenever before. you die in dreams, in that timeline... That reality... That reality... Closes. That reality actually closes because you're dead in that reality and your consciousness you returns back you to your what? host because yeah. there's you can't exist anymore in that reality you're because you're dead. So your consciousness returns to your body and you wake up. Like, you could be right about to Think die. about that, man. But you, you never see it in your dream. You never see yourself dying. Yeah. Because you always wake up right before it happens. Yeah, yeah. because your so body knows it's going to die. Shit. Yeah, your conscious like, oh, God, this timeline is about... Like this timeline this timeline's about to end. we got to fucking hop back to our host body <laughs> and wake shit. up. Because you always wake up. You don't go back to a different dream. You always wake up when, you die, when you're about to die in a dream. Mm. Nah. It's mental. Oh, what if... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what if do you know the way kind of linking into the yeah go on go on, go on. no I do, it sounds important to you yeah go on come on do you remember we were talking about fucking what's called the thing in your chest when you're sleeping yeah, yeah. press okay. that called sleep paralysis sleep paralysis okay what is when you know when you see a different like thing an entity what if it's from another what if it's somebody oh. else <laughs> into you oh, oh my god what, what, if, like, what if what if uh, oh no no yeah that, no, what, that's what I'm saying that's do you know do you know when you're uh, do you know when you're having a dream what if sleep paralysis is 
the other reality leaking through into our reality from your dream because no, your consciousness no. is interfering and that's... sleep paralysis happens when an entity from this reality leaks into our yeah. reality oh, that's fucking terrifying. and your consciousness perceives as, that be, as being real into this reality Boys, you could make the fucking scariest horror movie yeah. in like 2020 of like fucking sleep paralysis demons leaking through into our universe oh, do you think it's like God. yourself in an alternate reality or somebody else uh, you can be anybody because it's no, complete the infinite. thing coming in you to your dream you oh, your dream. You think it, it could you? be yourself yeah it could be yourself visiting you, you like visiting you oh, from an alternate Holy reality shit, yeah. it could be yourself visiting you from an alternate reality but That's your consciousness can't true. perceive it because it doesn't because Recognize. since it is technically awake since you technically can view our world your consciousness isn't like yeah, able to perceive that Maybe it's only when it's completely dedicated to actually transferring itself into a different fucking timeline. Yeah, it can't comprehend Dude, it. That's fucking insane. Boys, like, oh my when god. When are we publishing the book, boys? Oh, boys, we write your fucking <laughs> philosophy we the paper? on dreams being actual alternate reality experiences. Like, I haven't heard that before. Neither have I. Have I. Man, we just came up with a new fucking theory. Like, new concept. That is unreal. That's insane. That is mental. Man. Man, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. What if, um,. Actually, dreams are your body. Do you know the way you were saying back to the theory of um, how dreams are just recollecting our day and perceiving it in a different way? What if your consciousness actually takes your day and finds a reality where it just it's completely different? Like, what if it just scans through? Because you know how you can have different dreams in one night. Yeah. Yeah. And like, what if like you're dipping in, you're dipping in and have different possibilities of that day or how it could have went yeah, in a different timeline, different and that's why it can be so different. And what if like um, fucking uh, do you know the way you, you can actually like when you wake up you and I know you wake up and you go back to sleep and you go back into the same, same dream. dream. Yeah. What if that's like proof that you can go back to that specific reality? Yeah, that's insane. What if you what? If, oh, what if lucid dreaming is the ability to control your the act- other entity? Yeah, the, oh wait, my wait, say god! Say that again. Say that again for me. What if like 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 it's a fucking wild concept? What if lucid people who can lucid dream? What if you are actually consciously have the ability to, to control to control it and to control you going demon, like your other consciousness in the other reality? Yeah. What if you like? Or you like, what if you're mind? able to control what universe you go to? Because that's what lucid dreaming is. You yeah. can control what you do, so oh, you can yeah, choose yeah. where you go and so what you, you do. But what I what yeah. would be really scared, like the fact maybe the other consciousness, like the sleep paralysis demon, the way we said that could be you visiting you. Yeah. What if that is you? And but uh, us as we are right now, what if we get visited and something takes control over us? Oh. is that being possessed? Oh, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what if they? Do you know deja vu? Yeah. What if that's just your brain having a spark of moment and you've seen it in another reality and that exact thing happened in another reality but it hadn't happened to you yet and that's why you have the feeling of deja vu yeah I have it so much man it's so weird because it can be really strong sometimes yeah Yeah. you can almost like see something in your head like what if you are the part of your brain that you that's sleeping lights up and your uh, consciousness just slowly kind of takes a passenger seat and because it recognises that this situation has happened before mm-hmm. even how minimal and it just kind of sparks up and just goes into that reality where yeah. that exact thing has happened 
Or maybe... Or even something really, really Like, similar. only when things happen exactly how they have in your timeline, in a different timeline, that it happens. Not because it, it separates from dreams, because dreams are usually very different. Mm. So what you're saying is that you're remembering something, sometime that you were in a different reality or something. What if Deja Vu is when you're simultaneously experiencing two alternate realities? But the fact that the light is flickering while you're saying that. Man, it's your fucking, it's your other reality guy trying to warn you that some shit's gonna happen. <laughs> oh. He's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, he's like, shut up, stop, God, stop, <laughs> man. You're, you're, you're spoiling all the secrets, Area 51. You know man. too much. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're experiencing two alternate realities at the same time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's why you have that weird feeling. They're overlapping, like. Yeah, but I think, I think me personally, that it's when that exact thing or very, very similar happens at, at that time or near enough that time or maybe in the past, but in, a, like, in say if you see a place and you get deja vu and you think you've been there before, mm. what if you have been there before in a separate reality but you've never been there in it your reality yeah. and that's why you remember it but you can't remember come, being there? That kind of comes into the idea they call it collective unconscious, that you can experience something that you haven't actually experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah it ties in... What do you mean collective? Remember the thing I was going on about earlier about Young, Carl Young and this synchronicity in the collective unconscious? That yeah. There's this really part of your brain, and this complete fact, called the default mode network. That's an actual part of your brain. Mm. And it's basically, it lights up when you're not focusing on the task, when you're just like doing nothing or you're not focusing on anything. So like, say like I'm focusing on doing the podcast right now, but yeah. if I was just on my phone scrolling, your default network lights up because you're not focusing on that. You're just, it, it's when you go into your own head and you're in your own head really? and that lights up. I just thought it's a really fucking interesting part of your yeah. brain. like, And apparently, like, that lights up when you're dreaming. Mm. Yeah. Apparently that section of your mind lights up when you're dreaming. So while you're dreaming, you might just be like, you're so in your own head. You're not yeah. focusing on anything. You're not really using your senses. Yeah, do you ever think about that? All your senses are... You have no senses when you're asleep. You just don't sense... You have absolutely no control. Yeah. Yeah, the you're yeah, your chest. You're, and... so, you're so vulnerable. You have no, like... You have no control do when you know you're what's asleep. crazy? When you sleep in an environment that you're not used to sleeping in, your brain like half of your brain stays kind of awake Wake, yeah because yeah. yeah. it's a, it, it's in an environment it's like where a, it doesn't a feel comfortable yeah, it's, it's insane like, probably quite primitive like, yeah like back yeah 100% because back like when fucking like uh, Neanderthals and stuff yeah. like if they sleep in a foreign area their mind is half on alert because they know there's pre yeah, predators yeah. so you need to be able to snap yeah, out, just snap out of it whereas yeah. in the, if you're in a safe place your brain recognises that like subconsciously that you're in a safe space and it calms down yeah. Do you think? Uh, imagine like old humans like Neanderthals and all. Imagine them dreaming. Imagine what they thought of that. I don't know. Like do they. Think... Like, do you think they dreamt? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they have need for dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's. I think no one really needs to dream. I think I think you do. I think it's a necessity. I think it's like your process and what's going on. So there might be, it's the same thing, they might be learning from what they've done. Yeah, and back to like, the dipping into a different timeline or reality. Why? Why would your brain need to do that? I don't know. It's such a cool concept, but you can't mm. back up 
why no there's no like you can't write a no. paper on like no but it's so interesting it's, just pure it's so interesting it's to think really about. cool to think about. yeah that your brain has the ability to travel across fucking timelines to defy time but dreams are weird with time yeah when you wake the up of time when you wake up so when you sleep it feels like you've time traveled yeah yeah because it doesn't feel like you spent any time in a dream it felt like the dream was fucking five minutes yeah. or it felt like it was a lifetime when you wake hours. up and it's, you, yeah, yeah, you've been asleep for eight hours, eight hours. Like when minutes. you're awake mm-hmm. eight hours feels like so much it feels time like, it was like just 10 yeah minutes and it feels like it was 10 minutes like oh shit i just i, I fell asleep you have no wait that was like seven hours ago it's insane. Maybe that's done on purpose. That really messes uh, me up sometimes. Yeah. It's like time traveling. Maybe it's because your brain's trying to cover up how much time you spent in the alternate universe. Oh, shit. So it's like, shit, better get rid of yeah, all ma- concept of time. <laughs> what if... Yeah, what if the concept of time doesn't apply? When you're asleep. When you're, when you're asleep. Well, the concept of time is just a concept, so it doesn't... Well, no, like, the con- time is a universal constant, like. It, it, time can't be stopped, like. It's empirical. But time like, is always going to go forward but what is time though it's just an idea that we've yeah, created to it's make, empirical to make life like so. yeah but time is an actual scientific thing like it's it that time happen, time happens like humans, time is passing right now like humans have created it though well we labeled it yeah we labeled we gave we gave human we gave time is just like to measure the rate of what's happening. Yeah, what if we had what if we had no clocks and no way of telling time? Would time even be relevant? It'll be if measured like, in like I suppose. Yeah, but what if you measure what if, what if you just time wasn't a thing? What like cuz time would still exist. Like things go forward, things age, things happen over time, things take time. It's just we measure time with our with things we've invented but time is an actual like universal constant Mm. I understand you're saying that time is a human construct in the way that we perceive time in the way that we experience time like how time goes by minute by minute yeah we've created we've created a system to measure time but to get things done like it's for rather yeah it's 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 to yeah it's to like it ba- like t- structure time at its essence controls our lives yeah, yeah like time everything's 100%. based around time you're yeah. always checking the time I think one you always base like activities on time how much time is this going to take what how I much think, time uh, has passed one of the greatest human uh not creations but concepts is labeling time and being able to create measures of it it's yeah. so when you think like about how like did what they is even, time itself how did they like even do that and how did they come up with how did they even find out that time was a thing well, lunar yeah. cycles I suppose yeah, lunar, yeah yeah yeah. there you go time it takes time for the moon to pass around the earth and it's all maths really yeah it's yeah. all maths it's how all did, physics how did they come up with the idea that like 360 degrees like yeah, for what, what do you mean? Like, like, a, like a ball, a sphere. Oh, yeah. Like, like, did someone decide man, that? Physics is such a weird thing. Physics it's, is hard. It, yeah, man, that's <laughs> some hard subject. I'm glad I don't do it. Like, uh, But, in ter- yeah, how did they calculate? Like, what is a degree? Like, like how, how do they make units of measurement? Like, how, do they, how does an actual person devise that to be a thing? The thing is, like, maths is numbers always work out to be perfect yeah it's all about equality like yeah that. yeah and 
like for a formula to stay true under all circumstances is absolutely mind-boggling when you really think about it. Yeah, it's like, like infinite uh, combinations of numbers. Like, do stuff. you think math, like maths, is maths a human creation? Well, yeah, but like, like numbers, we we yeah, we, 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 cre- something like we created numbers, but it exists in like natural. Like, there's this thing called the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, yeah I know it's like a spiral, a spiral, yeah. Fibonacci spiral. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. the golden ratio. Golden, yeah. Not a Fibonacci sequence, like one one. one, one three, yeah, two, I was I was thinking one, of something else. Two, yeah. Three, do you know the uh, golden ratio? It's like a swirl. No, what's that? It's basically it's like it. natural things always match up to this mm. certain uh, ratio of size and stuff, and it's really interesting. You should look it up. Oh, yeah. It's like a, um, it's basically like you've probably seen it. It's just where it keeps going. It's like so a like, swirl. It's like the spiral in a snail shell. How a fern curls up in the rain. Yeah, it keeps curling. Uh, how the flowers come out uh, in a spiral pattern. Do you like the orange pale? Yeah. Same thing? Yeah, it probably is, honestly. A lot it's of very things likely. fit into it's, the, it's, it's, the it's golden ratio. It's insane like, so much, like, yeah, ridiculous the, amount of things. The thing that really, really boggles my mind is how that we can take such a, a massive concept as time or, like, maths and stuff mm. like And that we, in, like... We invented numbers, like... Number, maths and all was just, like, another language and language. Yeah, it's, yeah. like... And languages, like, really fucking weird. Yeah, when you think yeah. about it. We developed how to communicate, like... Through sounds. Through sounds. Like, I know through our... Vo- like, man, like, a lexical, like... that The way that vocals work and the way that actual human speech is is so mm. interesting. Mm-hmm. And we don't even notice we're using it half the time. Mm. Yeah. It's like for granted, the things like I'm saying right now, all the f- shapes are making with They're my tongue. Yeah, it's yeah. so insane. Like, and then, <laughs> like, it's so weird the way <laughs> that your you can your mouth and your actual vocal cords have the ability to make like basically any sound you can imagine. Like, mm. yeah, that's weird. I think like humans have managed to adapt to their surroundings in a way that is completely incomprehensible yeah like it's all like how the human brain developed is just absolutely like it's so how does that happen (laughs) how does it come that through completely natural like and organic we have an organic fucking supercomputer in our yeah. heads that can, like, we can feel, like, the whole idea of emotion is created by just this big fucking blob in our head. You feel, like, every, all these things, every single feeling or emotion is just loads and billions and billions of neurons in your heads firing in a specific sequence and various parts of your brain working in conjunction or in isolation to create emotions and thoughts. I'm really thinking about doing um, psychology and then specifying yeah, into neuroscience. Yeah, yeah. It's meant to be insane. You can do that through biology. Because it's just well. so interesting to me. I went up to DCU and the woman who was, does the, the fucking, what's the word for somebody who gives a lecture? What the fuck? Lecture? 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 Yeah, lecture. Yeah. <laughs> or a professor, yeah. Professor, that's yeah. it. Professor. The professor who does the DCU course was saying that she did her doctorate in um, helping people who have, adults who have 
receive brain damage to get their brains back to the level they were before uh-huh. that brain damage through like all sorts of methods yeah and different and that's therapies. like a psychology degree. I think that's, that's insane. insane it's incredible <laughs> yeah like neuroscience has been crazy yeah it's so constant it's so it, it's just such a hard difficult field to understand and wrap your head around yeah I just can't like I'm blowing my mind just thinking about it like. yeah but people who do get it are fucking amazing like, like um what I was thinking um Oh, Jesus, this is a long podcast. We're doing well. Yeah, please. Everyone's going to think we're absolutely whacked up the head. Owen, my friend Owen's going to love this. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he, he loves he philosophy. Loves he, came up to me, man. he came up to me after and he just says, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, ah, that meant a yeah. lot to me. Like, that it's was such, a really oh, nice thing. To I say, love like, just when people say shit things like genuinely yeah. and it's just they mean it. And you're just like, thanks. That's pretty oh. nice, man. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, nice what, guy. what was I saying? Uh, Back to uh, fucking fundamental uh, laws of nature and shit. <laughs> um, do how do you think life actually occurred? Like, well, yeah, like how know. do you think life formed? Well, you have to go back to the Big Bang and fucking particles and fucking yeah, like and I don't know. just primordial soup. I think. What's that? It's um. What's that? When the planet was first there. Uh, when water was first formed, so chemicals and then uh, hydrogen, different chemicals mixed when like different rocks were hitting off earth and minerals were added to the water and then small like cells started to form but how is and a cell a huge mass of just really condensed loads of cells and they call it primordial soup and it had everything in it that is like that earth came out of was just in this huge yeah. boiling liquid but and uh, everything came from it what if what if our earth is actually not we didn't like our earth didn't make our what if like some sort of external like back to fucking alien shit some bio just came yeah what if some what if some some fucking like at at the actual inception of our planet and when our planet was forming and stuff and when water formed and stuff like this what if some asteroid and and some uh, alien race just sent like an asteroid or something onto our planet with just a single cell or a single bacteria, you know what? And that's how and how's how life formed. You know what you're starting to sound a bit like what? Religion. What do you mean? It's the God. only way people can wrap their heads around this kind of stuff. Is yeah, God must have sent this. Yeah, stuff, it's so. just I really do understand religion in the way of having an explanation mm-hmm. for things. Because people really do get overwhelmed with existential stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, they feel the anxiety of, like, not knowing. Yeah. But having an explanation such as God and religion and stuff, it's comforting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I very much so see it as a comfort thing. So I don't, like, I, I, like, me, myself, I don't really believe in God. No, neither do I. But I I always, I wish I did. Because I wish I had that kind of Yeah, yeah, like, I I, I am sometimes envious of people because they seem so content with themselves. Yeah, exactly. But and at like, the same time, I also absolutely adore having the fact that having that there's more possibilities. Yeah, having the possibility and having the freedom to think and con- like do this. What we're talking about now, just mm. anything. Whereas if you're with religion, you're like, there is already a pre-written explanation for this. I don't have to think about it myself. So I think yeah. it is somewhat restricting, but it's also it works for some people yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's very much so subjective reassurance yeah. like um, with the concept you were saying of uh, predetermination yeah uh, 
I actually kind of find that a bit scary. It feels almost claustrophobic. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, it, it really control yeah, over what you're that's, doing. That's, that's, that's really scary. scary. Yeah. Yeah. It really scares so, like, people. Yeah, religion kind of is like an answer to that. Almost, yeah. it's like a kind of it's just, comfort to it. Uh, I had a religion. I had a conversation. Do you know Gary? Gary. I had a, a conversation with Gary, and um, we were just talking about um, how. The only way to get over it without religion is to just live in the moment. And if you dwell, like, because I love to just dwell on stuff and just think yeah. about it constantly, because I find that I find that enjoyable. And uh, but his way of doing it is he understands the existential like crisis of man. What if you have absolutely no control over your actions? What if everything you do? is just a part of this map and you have no control everything you do is just pre-written mm-hmm. and just you have no like you're just this fucking you're basically like a what is it called do you know like um, those cars that are on tracks uh, scale electrics you're like a, you're like a fucking scale electrics yeah. just on a track and you have no ability to change your track it's just constant until and someone kickstarts that and you just go down the path until, until the path ends until, until until the fucking mm. finish line what if that's your life and you've no leniency yeah you think you do because it's natural for a human to want free will to want to have the ability to do whatever you want and channel yourself and do whatever you want to do mm. as a person and what you personally feel you want to do but what if you what if that's just not your choice I just don't personally don't believe in that yeah I I, I don't I almost yeah, don't believe, a lot of people I almost, don't I almost don't believe in it because I almost don't want to you know yeah but yeah, I people. just feel like I don't know I could go right now I could go outside into the field below and I could sit there for 17 days if I wanted to yeah, I could but, but that could have been the but that was for you see, to go there see this is what I'm saying but that was always going to happen it is sorry. no matter the decision you make that decision was always going to be made and that mm. specific decision the decision was always going to happen no matter how much you dwelled on it no matter how much you thought about making that decision that decision was chosen and you had no choice what decision you made the decision you actually made whether it be a decision or no decision at all you're just indecision that was always going to happen and would this apply to everyone yeah every single person that's what I said earlier uh, in the they all fa- intertwine it all intertwines and uh, when the big bang happened and just it's, just it's all it's all just pre-written and everyone's lives whether it affect you or don't affect you it's all everything was always going to happen in like the, you in can the first place. It's, it's similar to the whole I think therefore I am thing where like there's this whole constant recessiveness of this was always decided oh that was already decided yeah but there has to be something to decide that so there has to oh. be something there like, again, like where there is kind of something that's beyond that. That's why people believe in simulations. Yeah, that's why people because and religion. No, the thing is that if you link it into the infinite possibility argument, there's no need to decide because all every single decision is portrayed in its own universe. So there's absolutely no need to decide on one universe because they're all there. Yeah, they're all there. So. When they're almost combined, that yeah, is like, true like, free will. Like true free will. As I said, it this is basically this is basically the movie Mr. Nobody. Where 
everyone else is living the life that's predetermined for them and they can't choose mm. whereas this one boy can see all of the choices he can make and every single thing he does affects what his life will be and all the choices he makes will affect how his life will be and he knows exactly to to his death how that how, like how he will die and how his life will be if he makes this choice and yeah. how it will how it will impact his future mm. Crazy. It's uh, such a good movie. Yeah. But you know, by existential anxiety, that would wreck your head. Oh yeah. man. No one that ever. That movie know. fucked me up for weeks. <laughs> that really messed with my head. But I watched it about four times. <laughs> it's so good. Like. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. So read that out again. All right. So uh, Rory's after leaving there, but he he gave us a nice fucking talking point. Uh, it's basically what if you woke up in the morning and you were the only person the only human left on the planet all the infrastructure etc was still there but you walk outside and nothing everything is left just as it was the night before but there's only you so there's no human beings but you could walk to the shop and just take anything yeah you could go oh it'd be great for a while it would, it'd be like, great for like a week yeah like you'd, you'd go crazy oh 100% like I'd go fucking crazy after like a few days like because even just basic interactions with your family, like, that's not happening. Like, all your family are that, just gone, like. It just... So, like, all your friends, they're all just fucked off, like. The thing that keeps me going is interacting with people. Like, I even noticed over the summer, I didn't get a job this summer. And I fucking found myself really bored some, for a few days. If I couldn't see my friends for, like, a week at a time, I was fucking hopping off the yeah. walls. Like, human interaction is so important, man. Oh, that's why, like, isolation and segregation of people in school is awful. Like, people yeah. have no friends. That's the toughest thing for yeah, because it's like it's what gets you through it. Like just companionship. We are like human beings. Always have been social creatures. Designed to Designed work in groups. To work in groups. The yeah. caveman brain yeah. wants you to be in a group for yeah. to survive because it's, it's hard not. To a, it's not really a preference. It's a. It's it's built in. An to innate brain, need like. to survive. Yeah. To 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 socially interact with people. It's yeah. a need for people. And if you're deprived of that. It's, you, you'll go fucking mental like, yeah man like imagine that but in terms of like how the world what would happen what would happen to the world if there was literally just one person left nothing would happen like, like there, there would be no more global warming there'd be no or, or just stay as it is it would like, stay as it is and like the world would go back to normal after a few years like uh, basically say the likes nuclear power plants yeah there's no people to operate them. Nuclear waste will be leaked into the atmosphere and into in the environment. In the ocean. Yeah, into the oceans and all, because there's no one to handle that. Yeah. Say Chernobyl, that needs to be maintained all the time because it has radiation in it still. That outside would eventually break down and there'll be more radiation in the environment because humans do maintain a lot of things that keep the world going like yeah. we, we are we are what we're the cogs of the machine that is the world like fucking it up and keeping it going yeah oh yeah we're fucking dual wielding that shit like we're just fucking <laughs> yeah man like we fuck it up with global warming yet we keep it going by being us and having societies and then just we cut all human. the amazon yeah and then we cut down the fucking you. amazon and then we like fucking uh don't give a shit about global warming and don't believe it we plant a few trees and we plant like uh, oh we plant a few trees and the world is fine but it's not like do you, does that ever get to you the existential anxiety of like global warming climate yeah man that shit is it's real like cause it's not really like it's not a vast concept of 
predeterminism where you have no proof. There's it's so an act. It's it's an actual thing. That's and it's occurring. happening as we survive. Man, have you ever seen those pictures of like comparisons of like the Arctic? Oh, a hundred years ago. Yeah, hundred. It's like absolutely yeah, insane. It's, it's full up. It's fucking white. A hundred years ago, and it's just a remnant of and what even it is now. Just like in Canada where the glaciers were they have like yeah. a mark every year and it's just retreating back every yeah, year yeah like it's fucking it's like it's like somebody got a like got a painting and it was a full painting and then you took that painting and you only had the outline and the basic idea of the painting and that's what the Arctic is like now yeah I get it. it like it's just fucking it's like stuff like that it actually it's genuinely happening like and people just refuse to accept responsibility that it's we did this to the planet like. again, it again kind of comes back to the concept of time like in our lifetime nothing it won't come it to won't kill end. us yeah like it's so like, we're selfish human beings yeah we're, we're, we're just leaving it off for the next generation it's to fuck it up like. it's like seeking pleasure trying to just yeah. be happy and enjoy it in the yeah. moment and not care about yeah like but you have to think like our future generations, our children and all, and yeah. the entire new generation will have to deal with so. the, will have to deal with the consequences of what we did to the fucking earth, like, like the entire way that we've formed our society that we just pump like fucking carbon dioxide into the air and just have no shit given about it. That will it's it's like we're nearly past the point of no return. Like, yeah. Like it's very, it's it's not even reversible. Like no, and it's nearly every purchase you make harms the environment. Yeah, some way. like it's, it's so yeah, hard it, to be make have a powerful vegan lifestyle. Do everything. Bro. It's just it's causality. Like if you buy how like there was a good question. Uh, my girlfriend was telling me about like a question she got in in was it geography or something or maths something some subject, and it was like causality, and it was like. How would you buying a packet of sweets increase the rate of global warming? And I think the answer for it probably wasn't the answer, but what I think the answer would be for it is industries make sweets, for example, and they use factories to create sweets, which which then fossil like fuel. which then puts fossil fuels into the air, which increases the greenhouse. Yeah, the greenhouse gases and inhibits the greenhouse effect, like stuff like that and um and stuff like even on the flip side like plastics usually you get buy sweets and plastics and plastics never fucking degrade ever you can like it's a real fucking problem plastics like that shit is like have you ever seen the trash island no it's a literal island full of fucking rubbish and it's three times the size of texas it's three times the size of texas and ireland fits in texas and ireland fits about like fucking like however many times Ireland fits in Texas and Texas is a big ass state and like imagine that shit and that's just full and it's a full above water level island of fucking waste that we've created that's fucked yeah I know it's mental stuff and like stuff like um, even like the damage of plastics is already done in the ocean because microplastics shed off plastic and it becomes a part of the water. Like when you drink water, it doesn't matter. When you drink water, you're basically drinking a tiny bit of microplastic as a result of us using a shit ton of plastic and not knowing how, what to do with it. And what would that do to you? Probably it doesn't really down. do much, like it doesn't do much to you. It's just little micro, yeah. m- like small molecular elements of plastic. Like, 
but that's weird to think about like mm. you're in fucking drinking plastic do you know what's crazy as well um, uh, they put like nuclear waste in like big fucking metal containers yeah they burn it on the ground yeah. but they're all like unlocking and it's slowly seeping yeah it's insane like they, what they do usually is if you have like nuclear waste you put them on the barrels and you just bury them underground or put them in a vault or something but that's not going to last forever like you just have that's these so. massive amounts of fucking extremely dangerous fucking waste of like toxic nuclear waste just sitting in barrels somewhere. and what happens is like the poorer countries get paid by like richer countries to take that waste yeah. and put it in and just put it like they're fucking themselves up it's insane know. like do you know um, uh, I don't know it just kind of just popped into my head do you know like nukes and shit yeah there is actually like, nuclear like bombs yeah like, like nuclear bombs there is shit tons of nuclear bombs that people have like governments and all have lost track of Hell. like there are actual like bombs that have been mishandled and have been lost like is there like 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 yeah 100 percent. like like in the like there's just bombs that go missing and like there's a they like they find some and like if they fall off a like actually fall off a plane and don't detonate and there's literally like a fucking nuclear bomb just there was actually one found somewhere in america just like just chilling. just a bomb just chilling there because it didn't detonate when it hit the ground and there's a nuclear fucking bomb and some young farm boy could have found that found that and it just blows up in his face like Jesus. like that shit always like that's that's scary shit like because nuclear bombs are absolutely detrimental if nuclear war broke out we'd all just no we'd all die we'd, no it's just it's not even the actual impact it's the radiation and yeah. how it would affect our DNA like we would just fucking cancer would go through the yeah we were learning about that today in physics it's like uh, it's like it, what it does is it the radiation like fucking changes the way that your proteins oh, yeah. code yeah, ba- yeah basically we were learning about this as an ag scientist as well basically like your body has the ability to produce any cell for anything like the cell that the cell that like the cell that produces and like it's in a in a process called a, is it mitosis I think it's yeah. mitosis where cell your cell du- cell uh, the cell division is meiosis I think cell duplication is mitosis yeah. where your cells okay. duplicate and your it's just the way it's coded your body has the ability to produce anything out of like cells and stuff like the cells that are used to like that are coded to make fingernails they have the ability to like create a fucking ear like mm. or like a, a new eyeball like a stem cell yeah and what radiation does is it messes that up and that's why like do you know the uh, Simpsons movie and do you know the way there's like a fucker with like 20 eyes <laughs> and that's that's what it does like it, it it's just it's their their stem cells are way out of whack and the re- radiation is just messing it up and it's making stuff it doesn't need yeah yeah and it's insane like the the, the fact that the human body has self-duplicating cells that have the ability cr- to create anything is absolutely insane like, have you heard about like stem cells research where they it's kind of controversial but what they do is they take like babies or fetuses have like loads of stem cells so they have the potential to be anything yeah so they like people who have abortions they can like use the stem cells from that fetus to like make somebody a new fucking whatever anything and fuck any sort of cell and but it's just kind of controversial like because yeah. you're kind of fucking with you're fucking with the with nature yeah. like, just the way it works 
and uh, that's like human cloning and stuff yeah like the way that works. have you there's a show or here's I have more suggestions for it there's a show called Orphan Black okay and it's all about cloning and it's about like uh, how there's um, I think it's 192 female clones and all these clones actually end up meeting each other and um, it's really really interesting and it just uh, it talks about like the consequences and the ethics of how what cloning is and how it works and stuff do you think it should be at least like human cloning no that is completely more and what is the benefit more, of it there's know. no benefit of cloning a human like that that you can you can clone a fucking you can clone an actual physical body I'm convinced that is fuck I'm convinced that's actually like possible to do. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure people have done that. Yeah, like um, people have cloned the sheep. Like, do you know? Yeah. Sheep, like that's an actual thing. A, cl- a a sheep's physical body, and its actual DNA has been completely, has been cloned before. Um, did the clone was the clone alive? Yeah, the clone. So was does alive. the clone I, have a consciousness? Yeah, of course. Is it the same as the? See, like that's the thing. It's just. You can clone an actual, you can clone an actual physical body, but it's inevitable that the clone will develop its own personality. You'll never be able to actually completely clone a it's person. Like, it's like twins; they have yeah. the same like body. Yeah, stuff. like you can't clone an actual person, like a person as in the terms of They're, who you are as a person. You you can clone who you physically are, who you yeah. are actually like as a physical being, like all your actual attributes and the way your DNA is sequenced but you can't the like person. your mind it's your like mind. what we said earlier you, what you were saying like that your mind and your body are two different things yeah different I options. think you can't do that like I think it links in in the way that your consciousness is just something that can't be replicated like it's completely unique to every single human being that's on the planet like By the way, I've been ripping fat clothes for this entire podcast. Jesus Christ. Would you feel it, like? What? Would you not be, like, fucking shaking or are you just used to it, like? I'm used to it, man. It's bad. It's a bad thing. Addictions, man. Yeah. Addictions are a hell of a thing. That's some psychology for you. Yeah. Would you be interested in, like, psychology in terms of addictions and stuff and how that works? It's a module. It's like you do it every year, I think, in psychology. Yeah, it's interesting. I have a book about psychology and there's a section on it. I haven't read it yet, but it is interesting. More people, some people just have like a more of a propensity to be addicted to certain things. Like yeah, like more. I think it's um, I think it's a lot more of a mental thing. Like you um, can you can be physically dependent on a on a substance. Yeah, like that's that's inevitable. But like, there are some substances that people say are non-addictive like actually physically in the drug that your body doesn't become dependent on it but you can become mentally addicted to anything yeah yeah like exactly. anything you do in excess and you become reliant on you mentally. can create like a relationship with that where it's like you're reliant on it it doesn't necessarily mean like it's chemical like nicotine is an addictive substance yeah but like actually you can still get addicted to things that aren't chemically addictive yeah like, like the whole new thing that the fucking uh the what is it the uh what's the health association called for like HSC no like uh what is it called um one for everywhere like the international one I don't know uh fucking oh I can't think of it but they classified um gaming as an actual addiction 
It is though. Yeah, like, of course. Some people spend it's a, a ridiculous yeah, amount of time. Yeah, ridiculous amount of times, and it's a mental like it's a mental dependency on. Yeah. Because like, you can't be fucking like chemically addicted to. No, you can't. To game. But, but in a way, it probably does spike like endorphins. And yeah. Oh, you're addicted to the. Oh, actually, yeah, you're addicted to your own chemicals, yeah. to your own actual chemicals you produce yourself. You're addicted to like uh, the, like the dopamine it gives you, yeah. and the like probably gives you adrenaline as well. Certain yeah, things. the adrenaline it gets you. Like that's why people like are addicted to like fear monger. Like the way they uh, people are addicted to fear, like like doing crazy shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You say like, like roller coasters, like, yeah, like stuff like that. They, they're, I love the adrenaline, and like they're, they can be addicted to that feeling. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be like an actual chemical, like outside thing where your your body becomes taking in something else. Yeah, it's just on a on a like a external substance, you can become addicted to your own through the uh, yeah your own behavior, like and your own endorphins, like which is crazy that your body can become reliant on something that produces itself like yeah you think it would know better yeah you think your body like because our, our brain does so many things as you were saying like earlier about the being half awake near enough you know someone else's house yeah do you remember that and uh like you think if they can do that it can make sense that it's a bad thing to be addicted to something in your own body that it produces itself but it doesn't like which is just weird like that yeah. your brain can over like overstate something so significant like something for everyone yeah man I, I done that so much getting like just forgetting like so like alright I don't know what I'm trying to say, but certain drugs cause more um, impulses to be fired in different synapses and neurons in your brain. Yeah. So, like, um, methamphetamines yeah. cause more reactions to be happening. That's why you'll feel different sensations that you wouldn't normally feel. So you're perceiving reality differently. Yeah. Do you think that could be replica- replicated through just a behaviour, like we were saying? Just doing, like... Is that the same thing that's happening when you're on a roller coaster? Is it causing more like reactions to go off in your yeah, brain and impulses? Yeah, that's something. That, yeah, like I think that like things with stuff like drugs, like um, LSD, like acid, like yeah, they uh, what they do is they utilize substances that your brain naturally produces and yeah. it just harvests on them. Like DMT is already made in your brain. Yeah, so. like and it just kind of excels that and it attaches to the proliferate. Yeah. And like uh, what LSD does is it um, basically uh, it attaches. I'm not sure what the name of it is, but like there's a certain thing in your brain. It's probably like one of like your endorphins or something. Like, and like it attaches to that receptor. And what it does is if your uh, that receptor, it sees it as a foreign substance and it closes it in, which is why LSD lasts for twelve hours because that's how long it takes for it to actually drain out your system and how that does is that just constantly fires that receptor at yeah. a constant rate which is why and it's it said that uh, it just interferes with various parts of your brain like your your uh, visual cortex and stuff which is why you see stuff and it changes the way you think and stuff like that like your default mode network is what I remember I was talking yeah. about that earlier like how you're in your own head and it just makes that fire that different rate and you're it's just your reactions you have is your brain of trying to make sense of what's happening like 
That's insane. Yeah, it's mental stuff. Like, <laughs> like those type of drugs are like people say they've had life changing experiences. From yeah, stuff there's all like and that. there's all this shit where like people who who take DMT have the same experience about these like floating orbs that tell them like yeah, the secrets of like, the universe. Yeah, it's insane. Like that comes into. Do like, you think that's like actually real or is it just your brain completely but, forming something just no, to deal with it? Maybe, but it's too complex. Maybe it's like um, do you know the way we only experience like. 3D, maybe it's like a fourth dimension that you're Yeah, like the people call it breaking through, like yeah. you break through to a new, yeah, like higher air, like you an elevated, yeah, an elevated state. Like, and I like, I, th- I think only people like I sound like fucking Joe, we sound like Joe Rogan right now, <laughs> but it's just super, it's just a super interesting thing that our mind has the capability to do things like that but not at a base thing. We need external substances to unlock that. Like yeah. your brain itself. Because they, they, they usually do just harvest what your brain already has yeah, in but it. But it can't do it itself. But it can't do it itself. It just needs some external push. Like, But at the essence, your brain has the ability to do that. Imagine you could do that at will. Like just think. Like just I want just to think so hard. Like I want to. Well, meditation. Yeah, Some people medita- say that yeah, they medita- experience yeah. like very similar to like hallucinogenic experiences when they meditate yeah because they i think they access that part of their brain and they focus so much and they get in such a like sensitive state in their own mind like and it's really hard to do because like only like if you really try can you meditate like properly do you meditate nah i've never really never really tried should man i have this book yeah. You can have read of it if you want sometime. It teaches you how to meditate. And yeah, it's, really. it's deadly. It yeah. really helped me. It's, I've it's done, great, man. I've done like um stuff like uh just like uh do you know uh what is it called? Headspace shit like yeah. that. Just like it's called uh what's guided it called? meditations. Yeah, guided meditation, stuff like that. The idea of it is to just Yeah, be, mindfulness, that's it. Yeah. It's just to just be present in the moment and not be thinking about anything. Yeah, just like concentrate really your breathing. Big, it's really, so hard. It's, it's the hardest so thing difficult in the world. not to think about the future or think about the past or think about what's going just to happen. Just be right in the moment. Yeah, and that. you can do it. You don't necessarily have to be sitting down, close your eyes, think breathing. You can do it when you're doing an, a task, but just focus on that task, like uh, running, and just think about running. Just think about your feet hitting the ground, you're breathing in and out, or playing bass. Yeah, just I, completely yeah, I do. thinking about that. Yeah. That could bring you into the same kind of oh, when you when you say it like that, it seems a lot more plausible. Because yeah. like. when people usually do it, it's just like cross legs in a dark room, <laughs> candles, mm, and fucking mm, mm, yeah. mm, which just seems so difficult to actually do. But when you put it into like regular terms, it seems a lot more plausible yeah. for people to do. Like, because you'd be surprised. Like I have, like I, 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 when I make a music, like I just, I'll be so invested in doing a specific thing that I'm just not thinking about anything else just doing that thing would that be classified as like meditation in a way if you're not thinking about anything else it's pretty it's, it's mindfulness it's not exactly meditation yeah meditation it's, yeah it's, but it is mindfulness which yeah. is a big principle a part of meditation yeah. and it's just it's very important to be able to just put everything else aside and concentrate on one thing is just go through your head have you done much? yeah meditate like at least once a week but I try to do it a yeah. few days a week if I can have you meditated this week? Um, what day is today? Friday. Tuesday morning. And at the weekend as well. Like Tuesday morning before you went to school? Like. Yeah. 
What time do you wake up? I got up earlier. I usually get up at seven. I got up at like quarter seven. Just for like just, just to do that. How long do you do it for? About 15. I could do it for 20, 25, but I wouldn't be able to do it much longer than that. Cause yeah. But so what do you do? What's your like kind of process? Well, there's different like things in that where you learn different like breathing things. Yeah. So like you just say little like mantras first of all, like breathing in, I breathe all the way in, breathing out, I breathe all the way in, yeah. and you do that, and then you try like um, breathing in for six seconds. Yeah, I've seen that. But breathing out for a longer time because breathing out like calms you, so you breathe yeah. out for ten seconds and slowly, and then at a certain point you stop thinking about that and I kind of do something where I like picture myself in a room where there's like nothing in it like just a white room yeah uh, or something just very calm and, and just picture myself doing some very like boring menial task but just trying to fully picture it like just one of them is where you just go into an elevator you go all the way up to the top look out you just look at like the sky and go back down to the bottom really? but you try and like picture every floor and like it's it works it does calm you it's, yeah. a, it's an interesting experience that's really cool but I've never felt like a hallucinogenic experience yeah like I think like you have ever. to be in a real like yeah. really concentrated mind state for that like, like a fucking Buddhist yeah like, 100% like a fucking like ancient fucking uh, what are they called monk clock yeah ancient monk from 1880 and you just have your legs behind your head and you're just all day long we have this picture my mom took when yeah. she was in Thailand of this Buddhist one fighter day in, in her house it's the coolest yeah, thing yeah that's fucking dope I really like they must have such clear minds like. yeah to be able to do that though that kind of lifestyle of just nothingness I don't yeah. get it I yeah don't I don't really. like not being able to <sighs> like live in like contemplate the future because surely they don't do that like just think about the future no I don't think so because I think like they would have to be at such a concentrated state all the time to be able to do that that if yeah. they thought about the future and dwelled on stuff they wouldn't be able to do it because they'd be distracted yeah yeah they have to try and stay in the present moment Buddhism is weird yeah Buddhism is like, it's like there's no God or anything it's kind of just is there no God no. What's it, how does it work oh fucking see I don't know enough about is that like fucking Gandhi like yeah, I think. Or is that so. Hindu? Oh sure. shit! We're gonna sound. Oh, we're gonna sound fucking anti-Semitic. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure Buddhism is like, is there is no God and it's just about like. Fuck! I don't even know. No, I'm actually gonna look it up. Like, yeah. What is what is Dude. the core uh, core understanding of Buddhism like? Like I think it's like, uh, it's just about is that reincarnation. Buddhism. Might be. Okay, what is Buddhism? Of course it's a fucking ad, because it's Google. It's an actual fucking book. <laughs> okay. Buddhism is the world's fourth largest religion. Did not know that. Jesus. 520 million followers. Fuck. It's more than Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, okay. Most, but yeah. Yeah, rebirth is a... So, most Buddhist traditions share the goal of overcoming suffering and the cycle of death and rebirth, either by the attainment of nirvana. Uh, what's nirvana? Uh, nirvana is oh, it's a fucking great band. Uh, is the goal? Nirvana is a great band. Shout out to my girlfriend to introduce me to them. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's it's yeah. fucking got me into them. Like, it's pretty good. 
the literal meaning of the term is blowing out or quenching <laughs> some fucking but it's such a pretty word and then you have quenching as the meaning is the ultimate spiritual goal in Buddhism and marks this soter- soterological release from rebirths and samsara Nirvana is part of the third man this is some it's just like a state of zen I think as well as trying yeah. to get some yeah. mindfulness okay um, life of a Buddha it's an of course it's Indian uh, attributed to the teachings of Buddha um, the evidence of existence it's kind of what the core beliefs like I think it's the real like reincarnation kind of like what are the core beliefs of Buddhism basic doctrines of early Buddhism existence is suffering apparently suffering has a cause namely craving and attachment there is cessation of suffering which is nirvana and there is a path to that cessation okay it's such a weird but really really interesting yeah I'd love to research it more honestly I'd love to like spend a week living with a Buddha but not like forever just one week just just to understand and like not have a phone or anything there's so many like different perspectives that people have like nearly wrapping this back to what we were talking about before but the actual amount of perspectives that people have on things and on life that people have constructed are just insane yeah. everyone has their own opinion on like and nobody else can understand anybody yeah else no one else can like well you can have like common beliefs but only you will understand like what you personally believe yeah. and it's just really weird that the fact that us as humans can have the ability to bring reason and like actual somewhat of a comprehensible like explanation to life like even though the meaning of life is the fucking biggest question you can ask like but I think that my answer is the meaning of life is to find what the meaning of life is to find your own meaning like that's interesting yeah like like, try and find out yeah because everyone's always wondering what the meaning of life is but the meaning of life is to actually live the life you're trying to find the fucking meaning of and to actually find your own meaning because it's like the theory of forms that Plato has like that everything has like the meaning of life maybe in terms of the forms that would fit into that life would have a form but I don't think it does because it's such a subjective thing everyone yeah. has their own life everyone find do do um, do you know what self-actualization means? No, I don't. It's this thing from this thing called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. So th- you probably know that. It's like the bottom is like shelter, water, yeah. food, and then like love, friendship. The top one is self-actualization. And it's kind of where you have a sense of like completion and contentment in every aspect of your life. Like yeah. you've done what you want, what you were meant to do. And I think that's what the meaning of life is to try to achieve that. Yeah. Because, like, I think when people ask the question of the meaning of life, it's mainly just, why are we here? Like, how are we here? What's the point of it all? Mm. Whereas I think there's no real answer to that question. Mm. And the meaning of life is to find your own personal answer (laughs) 
to that question. It's like, it's a thing that's ingrained into every human being. Like everyone in their life will have the thought of why is the meaning of my life? What is the point of it all? And as you live, you figure it out. You figure it out, like for yourself. And like, if if you tried to explain it to someone else, they'd probably think it was bullshit. Yeah. But you you get what it means, like. And it brings you happiness. Again. Yeah, it brings you completion, like self actualization. Once you come content with how your life has been and what your life what your life means to you, and how your life impacts other people and like how you have affected other people's quest into the meaning of life because I think it is quite it's a group process like in terms of because everybody like kind of helps you find your meaning of life like if there was if there was nobody left on the planet as Rory said if there was nobody left on the planet I think it would be very hard to because you'd be stuck in your own head and you wouldn't have anything any life to find a meaning to yeah Okay, so that's the end of the podcast. Um, new podcasts come out on Thursdays. Not exactly every Thursday. There could be a few weeks between them, but if you're enjoying the podcast, um, just check every Thursday to see if there's a new one up. And if you want to help me out, just the best way to get the podcast out there is to tell people, you know, who you think will enjoy it, recommend it to them, or to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, particularly Apple Podcasts and on any podcast service. Just leave a review a good one like if you want to leave a bad one like please don't uh, leave like a five star review and what that does is it basically increases the likelihood of other people seeing the podcast discover anyway take it easy